Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turners. <laughs> I'm here with Matt Murray. Hey, good to be here, Dave. Hey, good to, good to see you, Matt. Yeah, how you doing? You all right? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. Ooh, who's that over there? It's Sean Dingerling Bell. Hey, Dave, how's it hanging? A little bit to the left again, yeah? <laughs> hey, you cheeky little monkey. You know I don't talk like about that in public. Um, and uh, James Farley is back from holiday. How are you doing, James? You all right? Oh, for fuck. You fucked her again. What? Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Absurd. James. James, welcome back. How are you doing? Ah, uh, alright. Not bad. Yeah, it's fine. Good. Alright, off to a flyer. James Farley, <laughs> off to a flyer. Just, he was on the banner show just week, listeners. Yeah, on the bonus show this week, listeners, he was saying, oh, I was worried that server was really good, and I was worried that you were lining me up to be replaced. <laughs> Well, you know, we weren't before, but now. Starting to think about it, let's start the show by announcing our Patreon producers this month. They are Aaron Patrick, Simon Nelson, Tom S, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Gabby Pereira, Graham Mackay, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Man, Rocketman76, and My Dog Skip. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And you too can support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Various different tiers, Matt. Do you want to go through them? Mention the tiers. Go on. What tiers can they have? Um, you Well, for like £4.50 and above, you get the exclusive Patreon bonus show podcast where we talk about you everything. You ain't going to hear that nowhere else. It's exclusive, bruv. It's exclusive. Literally nowhere. Not even on like not even recorded onto cassette and sold at a dodgy market. No. Not even there. It's not there. Do you think there's Where any torrents? Oh yeah, oh, shut up. We, we are <laughs> top of the charts on the pirate bay. Shut, shut up. I was just wondering. We're all over Kazar, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Lime wire. And Lime wire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then what for the fuck are you doing to us? And for eight pound fifty and above, you can watch us do a live talks over uh, a month before. Oh, you can watch that. Anyone else on That's YouTube? Right. That's right. You can watch that. You can just yeah. watch that live yep. while we're there. All right. Think of that. It's almost Think like having it. mates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like really shit, well, mate. Yeah. <laughs> go on. And if you want to go for a top one, it's thirty-three pound fifty to be a full Nails member. I'm not sure what of, I've called it on the, the actual uh, on the actual website anymore, but it doesn't matter. So you can go for and obviously <laughs> you, you get all the other benefits as well. It's not just that. Obviously, that's the main part. But it's the other benefits. You do indeed. As well. Remember they, these these prices that Matt are mentioning do not include tax, and uh, yeah, remember no. to wait until the month ticks over before you sign yeah, up. Yeah, to do, avoid do not sign up in the, Yeah, your mortgage may go up as well. Down uh, if you sign. <laughs> also, you get a pod, every other previous podcast as well, not just the ones you subscribe. Moving forward, you get everything on there. All right, there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot to listen to. Cool. All right, so th- thank you uh, for supporting us on Patreon. James, you weren't here last week. As tradition goes, you must give your comments and feedback to last week's show. Let's hear it. See, this is this is really difficult because I've genuinely got nothing because I thought it was a great show. Excellent. and uh, No, I thought it was a really good show and I didn't have anything to really complain about apart from you goading Sarah to try and say horrible things about me. I mean, that, <laughs> what was that about? It's part of the, part of the show, isn't it? Part of the show, well, James. It's a little thing, James, called banter. Yeah, yeah. Have you not heard of that word? Yeah, but you're Mate, just like getting other, up. bringing people in and doing it as well now. It's like yeah, I expect course, it from that? you guys, but it's like, it's a bit much. Uh, it, it, do you think it's out of order then to sort of dig into someone when, they haven't, when they're not on the show to defend <laughs> themselves? I think it is, is, if, it is you, if they're not a host of the show. 
like all the time you know i think uh, oh right it can only be me so it's just me that can get that the the four podcasts that you put out doing exactly that while i wasn't even able to listen to them let alone be on them i wouldn't say i was slagging off i would say we're bringing the truth to the listener all we were doing with that was just yeah was just bringing the truth and uh highlighting Mm. what was going on it wasn't actually true, though, was it? Well, I didn't uh, know. Looks like you're on your consoles quite a lot for someone who's trying to avoid the internet. Signing into Xbox Live. Signing into Xbox Live on your I'm iPhone. TikTok again. Oh, is that YouTube? <laughs> Sorry about that. Whoa, PSN. Hello, <laughs> Xbox. Remember when James was on the Switch when he was supposed to be off it? Didn't bring that up. Well, either, I, was, I totally well, forgot about it. wasn't in the country at that time, was yeah, I, Dave? It's, so, really it's, it's a portable console. <laughs> it's actually a portable console, isn't it, that one? So I'd love to be my children to play it with. Why are you on every network on the planet, David? Why would I play it? Why would I play weird sort of text adventures, James? Um, should we get on to the listeners' feedback, Matt? They all love it last week, did they? They absolutely adored it. Oh, yeah, they did, actually. Um, this is a James special in terms of feedback, <laughs> and he wasn't even here. So uh, I will say, actually, before we get into that, like we got loads of lovely messages in Discord and tweets saying how good Sarah was, and Sarah was fa- yeah, yeah. fantastic. So thank you once again, Sarah, for, you know, really elevating the show. That does mean that we will show. not have her on... We will not have her on for a number of years now because none of us likes being upstaged. No, to be quite honest, too with good. You. So that's the problem. Well done, Sarah. Yeah. You've yeah. talked I yourself mean, out I of mean, a podcast. On the show. Well mentions on Twitter, but yeah, getting mugged off twelve <laughs> minutes into my own show. Bit, bit, bit of a piss take. So, uh, no, right, 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 so yeah. Matt. what's that? Rightly so. Rightly so, yeah. Uh, Anyway, the mayor of Canterbury has apparently emailed. Uh, What the fuck, James? You're leaving. (laughs) That was James. (laughs) Good point. What the fuck, James? You're leaving. No call, no text. You're supposed to be cutting the ribbon and singing your mince pie song for the lights at Christmas. We (laughs) cancelled Canterbury-born celebrity Orlando Bloom for you. Also, Murray's in full-on Super Metroid territory with his takedown of the Skyward Sword controls. It was clear from what he was saying that Matt wasn't flapping his controls to do the wings on the bird. If you flick left and right to control link on the balance, you can flick left and right to control link on the balance beams. Okay, you don't have to be the mayor of Canterbury to know that. You just have to read what it says to do on screen. Keep up the good work, lads. We will absolutely love gathering around every Wednesday morning to listen in Canterbury Town Hall or wherever it is. So thank you for the mayor of Canterbury. You, you, you missed two words off yeah, the end. Yeah, where is mayor's work? Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. That, that? that sentence does not make sense. No. Yeah, I saw that and thought, I don't know what I mean, so I'm just going just gonna to ignore that. <laughs> I'm just going to town hall talking. or wherever it is mayor's work. Oh, wherever it is mayor's work, yeah. Well, it, 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 but that's a, that's, a, that's a... You've got to see that for the gag to work. Anyway, whatever. Thank you for... No, the, what do you mean? What? You do, right, Matt? Do you do that a lot, Matt? Like, when you're talking, just, like, you're reading something, you're just like, that doesn't make sense, I'm just going to stop talking. Uh, before yeah. the sentence ends. I'm just going to assume my failure um, to understand is their failure to communicate. <laughs> if you're looking at Matt, 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 there's a big there's a big window just popped up on his belly, and it's <laughs> with a big OK cancel button on it. You got to click that, and he reboots. Um, <laughs> Listen, what I like about that bit of feedback is that they've come into it thinking, I'm going to be the mayor of Canterbury. Great idea. Mm-hmm. I'm going to slag off James, you know, like not yeah. slag off James, but make a joke about how he's leaving Canterbury. Mm-hmm. You know, this is great. This is great. But halfway through it, I had to get that point across to Matt that he got the controls wrong in Zelda. <laughs> and has he got, has the mayor of Canterbury got a point there, Matt? Um, I don't know. I saw a few people in the week tweet saying, I don't know where to even believe Matt. I haven't even played the game, nor do I own the Switch, but I still don't believe Matt. Well, 
I, I'm look. I mean, maybe James is going to totally prove me wrong when he talks about it in what you've been playing. But um, yeah, no, I'm not going to be, gonna be, gonna gonna be talking talk about, about it. Not going to be talking about that. No. What? I can say it's not on the. I not barely list. touched it. I barely touched it. And uh, honestly, oh, really? and if whatever I Brilliant. say is going to be supportive of Matt, so I don't want to do that. So I'm no, not going to okay. talk about it. Yeah. Why? Why is it supportive of that? that? That was a joke, but no, it's it's partly a joke, but it's it's also true. I also think the thing with the right camera thing is ridiculous. It's um it's very irritating. I agree with him on that. But what about the flappy wings thing? I haven't is done it, that yet, so I don't that? know. No, I've got, right, okay. that's, I've got nowhere in the game yet, so yeah, not in time. Okay, <laughs> fully supportive of Matt. Um, I, I Matt, what did, what's your response to this then? Like, so did you get the controls wrong with the bird? Um, well, I haven't been on the bird since, but flapping the controller to do the wings on the bird sounds like something someone's telling me to do. I try and do it, and they're like, obviously you don't do that, Matt. Um, I mean, I, I read all the controls. I mean, I, I, at that point, I wasn't using motion <laughs> controls. I was using the pro controller at first, and then I used motion controls. Anyway, either way. I don't remember seeing anything about flapping the controller. Maybe I'll, maybe, I'll, okay. maybe it's way easier. Um, but anyway, fuck that bird. Um, you're, you're not going back to that game, are you? No, I, know, I, I, played it, I played it in a week. Play a tiny little bit of oh, Melody. Yeah. Um, and we'll, okay. we, right. we were still kind of struggling with the motion controls. Maybe I'm, I might go back next to the button controls and see if, see if that's any better. Um, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, William of Kent Fine. is the next one. Hello, gentlemen. News of Dr. Farley's departure from our humble town has come as a shock. My nephew, a devoted <laughs> listener of your program, told me that our dearest Dr. Farley will no longer light up Canterbury with a smile or regale us with the captivating tales of his time as a video game journalist. Dr. Farley, <laughs> please note that the Archbishop's cricket team will fondly remember how you would use the St. Lawrence ground to play Pokemon Go at the risk of being batted. Godspeed you, Dr. Farley. Godspeed. <laughs> James, this must be pretty amazing, getting all these local uh, celebrities to come out and say they gutted you leaving, right? It's a bit weird, isn't it? It's it's a bit weird. Um, yeah. it probably, am I right in thinking it would be more emotional if it wasn't like two months before you're due to actually move? <laughs> yeah. No, they need to build up to it, man. Well, no, we, we're, we're going then... sooner than that. I mean, we're going like, oh, okay. yeah, like a couple of weeks, probably. But yeah, right, cool. It's, uh, it's what? pretty soon. What? what? I'm sorry, what? You're going... Yeah, I'm going in a... Well, no, it's... it's we're, we're, Okay. We're, I don't want to talk about this. It's weird. Well, it's you like, started now. It's not weird at all. Why is it weird? Well, no, I'm, I'm, we're currently looking at, like, the middle to the end of August. So it's, like, about yeah, three okay. weeks or so. permanent move. Yeah. Hang on, the middle... What the fuck? What, we're, like, your three closest friends, <laughs> and you haven't told us this. I'm sure this I've is told how you we're this. finding out. I'm, I'm sure I've told absolutely you. Absolutely not. Nope. He did... Nope. No, yeah, he has said August. Yeah, yeah. August that he was going over there. Not that he was going to move. Like that was the move. No, that's, date. that's the permanent move time. I mean, yeah. yeah it's uh, hang on, James, James, gets it. James, middle of August. Yeah. Oh, what? What about the Chelsea game? No, no, that's that's still happening. It's okay. after that. It's after that. Don't worry about that. That's all worked out. Well, did... All right, okay, we'll talk about that later. No yeah. one wants to hear about how you're going to a Chelsea game. James, I'm going to the football together, aren't we, James? Yeah, we are, yeah. Have you actually got tickets, then? Yeah, we have, yeah. Oh, wow, okay, well, we'll talk about that later. It's boring for the show, but... Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, this is mad. I did not know you were moving. You, well, you've got to come up here before you go. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's only a few weeks. What are you doing? It's about three weeks. Mean, definitely. No, it's about three weeks. I had no idea. I thought, no, because is... I said to you... No, I said to, okay, look... I said to you that we were going to go there, like, sort of in a couple of weeks with the kids so they could kind of get used yeah. to it. 
We got and then, then we were going to come back, and then we were going to go permanently, like towards the end of August, like the beginning of September time. We've since discovered that we can't do this because the kids have to quarantine for five days, and so because right. they haven't had the vaccine, so there's no point in going there for like you know six days or a week or whatever because they'll be locked in a hotel room for like five days. Mm-hmm. So we decided not to do that, and we're just going to go permanently towards the yeah, end of the month. Move. So, yeah, so okay. because of because of the COVID rules in. You could oh, don't, 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 no, 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 over. <laughs> no, I've got to believe you, that you, now. You, so, so you're going to, so you're going to stop it, stop it, and, stop it. and you're not coming back from. Can you stop stop it. It. <laughs> so we, you're going to be stuck in for, but like I'm not going to see you because you're in. Is that right? Can you stop doing that, please? <laughs> yeah, I've got please. to edit this, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I'm doing it, Sean? Uh, right, I've okay. just okay. smelled on the this. Oh, you're going to. All I'll say, all I'll say, right, okay, without mentioning the location, I will point this out to our listeners. (laughs) Shut up, man. (laughs) We, um, I will mention this to our listeners. There's a time difference where James going, and it doesn't work in his favour. So I don't know what this show's going to be like in the last, like, half an hour to an hour. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You say that now, but you already moan about how late it is at the Come end of the Come on, Dave. Show. I, used to, I did a couple of those when I was living in China, and I had to get up at four in the morning to do it, and it was fine. Yeah, you this did is a couple hour. of them, but we're talking every... You sound like those people that, before they have kids, go, yeah, I can stay up late and get up in the morning, and you're <laughs> going, yeah, but can anyway, you do that every yeah, fucking day? Yeah, and you do that every day. It's one hour. Day. I mean, I didn't even want to say that it was an hour, because then it's like people know that it's like... That's true. In that, Europe yeah. somewhere. Which is that's do you not know, good. Do you know what's brilliant, right? So James is so freaked out about where he, people knowing where he lives, right? He won't not only won't mention the the um the country, he's also <laughs> scared that people know what continent he's living in. <laughs> Yeah, they might search every inch of that continent saying, well, we, we know yeah. the time delay, no time difference, but we, we, we'll find him. We'll find him. Okay, let's get on to the next I thought you were aware of when it was. Sorry. I thought, I thought I wasn't aware that it was permanent from then. No, that was yeah. mad. I'm going to have to get my eyes um, down to Canterbury now. Stop it. I know they, no, everyone knows that already. No, we're it's allowed fine. to say that <laughs> one. <laughs> okay. All right, let's get on to the next bit uh, of feedback. Last bit is from Tingle My Jingle. James truly did an incredible job with his jingle for Farley's Fantasy Zone. Speaking for all the listeners, we implore the rest of you to create similar quality <laughs> tunes for your respective sections of the podcast. Matt can make one for feedback and Sean's for questions. Um, David should create one for the news section on James's behalf. Finally, you should do a group one for what have you been playing. I'm thinking Perfect Harmonies, acapella style for this one. Keep up the good work, guys. Oh man, this takes me back to when we did it. like because Joy Pop was ninety percent jingles, I think, wasn't it? <laughs> so like one of the rules we said when we started this was that we weren't going to do jingles, but maybe we've now that we've maybe broken we the seal, yeah. do we go was, ahead with it? That was one of the things I remember when you were away. You know when you were off the show for a bit, Dave, and then yeah, I was winding you up because we were talking about like you know what we were doing with the show, and I was like, oh, we're just bedding in some jingles and stuff, you know, for this stuff. <laughs> And you were like not sure if I was joking or not, and you, you were just like, "I'm not very pleased about that as an idea." <laughs> it, it, it was it was a hard rule, wasn't it, when we started yeah. up? And now we've done it once. There's maybe there'll be more jingles in the future. I don't really know why I brought that rule in. Well, I no, think no, it was you, just you, to say it was different. Yeah, I was gonna say because well, you've, you've said like you want like actually limited editing. You want it to sound more like a live podcast, a live radio show. But then yeah. jingles are a part of that. But 
Yeah. I'm happy to not mm. have jingles, but, you know, FFZ <laughs> was so yeah, good. Quite fun, the editing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good worried point. that any future jingle won't quite live up to the FFZ jingle, so... There is that. Oh yeah, that's a very good point. Anyway, that is it for is feedback. It for... It's a it's James Five cool. special. If you want to leave us feedback or anything during the week or whenever you want, go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs. James Farley, let's go with the news, mate. Come on, let's hear it. Okay. Um so you did well last week, Sean, by the way. I enjoyed the news. Oh, thank you. I thought it was good. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, um so there's been <laughs> James, were you expecting that Sean was going to be like proper made up with that? Like, oh my god, James, James the news goblin Farley has, has I mean, commented I, I'm, on my I'm, news. I'm, and... I'm secretly now texting my wife, but yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't believe what he said. It's making you hard but... to type on the touch screen because you're crying all over the screen. Yeah, 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 it's, <laughs> yeah it's annoying that. I was right, expecting okay, a bit more let's... than anyone. Um, anyway, there's been some horrible stuff which has come out this week from Activism Blizzard. Um, basically, what's happened is that. It all goes back to a lawsuit that's been filed by the Californian Department of Fair Employment and Housing against the company for harassment and discrimination against women. And the suit that they put together has listed violations of the state's civil rights and equal pay laws. And it was the result of like a two-year investigation into the studio and what they describe as being a frat boy culture and a breeding ground for harassment and discrimination against women. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go into like every single detail about all of the things that have happened there because I don't think it would sound very nice at all because it's, it's just awful. But the lawsuit does describe this atmosphere where women have to continuously fend off unwanted sexual comments and advances by their male co-workers and are being groped at what the document uh, describes as, as a uh, they're called cube crawls, where basically like the developers are getting like drunk and stuff and then like crawling through cute. It's just awful. Um, but there's also been like, sort of tragic consequences as well, like related to all of this. There was like one female employee died by suicide when they were on a trip and uh, because there was photos and all sorts of uh, terrible things going around. There's also the significant pay gaps as well between men and women and these terrible uh, like promotion procedures that appear to have like favoured men over time, or not appear to, but actually have. Uh, Activision Blizzard have responded and they've said uh, the DFEH includes distorted and in many cases false descriptions of Blizzard's past. Uh, We have been extremely cooperative with the DFEH through their investigation, including providing them with extensive data and ample ample documentation, but they refused to inform us of the issues that they perceived. They were required by law to adequately investigate and to have good faith discussions with us to better understand and to resolve any claims or concerns before going to litigation, but they failed to do so. And they've also then come out and said that they've been working hard to create a healthy workplace culture with an updated code of conduct. But I've just read, um, Jason Schreier has just tweeted, he says that uh, nearly a thousand uh, current and former Activision Blizzard employees have signed an open letter calling the company's response to the discrimination lawsuit abhorrent and insulting. And they said, you know, we will not be silenced, we will not stand aside, we will not give up. It's just awful. It's terrible. Like, that, yeah. <laughs> that response, it's like... Oh, yeah, do you think the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing has just done this for a fucking laugh? Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's like, just like, it's... oh, well, we gave them all the information they wanted, and now they're saying we've broken the law, but but that can't be right. It's like, no, it's <laughs> it's their job to investigate this stuff. You don't get to just yeah. say, oh, well, they've done it wrong. <laughs> like, like, well, they did, yeah. they did it wrong, and they didn't warn us that they were yeah. going to do this. It's just insane. Yeah, they have absolutely like no that. reason to warn you of what you're going to be accused of. Like, it's just, yeah, it, it's horrible. Um, 
like you know i i agree with you know james decision not to like read out um a, a lot of this stuff it is worth especially if you're hearing this and thinking oh well it can't have been that bad like do go and read yeah, up have on a it. look online um yeah, because there's lots of it's, stuff. it's absolutely disgusting and yeah a lot of outlets have basically announced they are not covering activision blizzard stuff um or ubisoft that's... Yeah, they've also yeah there was uh, was it Game Explain and mm-hmm. um, also Prima Games. They said they were they were going to put like a hard mm-hmm. like uh, pause as they described it on Activision Blizzard and Ubisoft stuff. Mm-hmm. They said they're not they're still going to cover stories that are related to this, but they won't cover their games anymore. Yeah. Like they're going to stop doing that yeah, until yeah, yeah. this has been resolved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, how much of this? It makes me think. How much of this is a society issue, and how much of this is um, directly? You know, it seems to be a lot of big gaming studios that mm. that have these problems and problems is not giving it uh justice um you know it's a, a rather downplayed word of saying it but this this horrific stuff that's going on seems to be coming out of a lot of major ge- gaming um studios like what where what like, I, I do wonder how much of this is a um society thing and, and it, it it goes across industries and how much of it is is directly coming from the culture behind developing video games. And now, you know, there'll be some people listening to this that work in development that are, of course, of course, absolutely not like this, or working um, for companies that are not like this at all. So I'm not, please don't think that I'm, you know, being general here. But you do wonder now, like, how much of this is being kept quiet in other industries and how much of this is actually a problem within the industry that we all, you know, are not involved with, but all, you know, it's a part of what mm. we do. Mm. And it's, it's you know, there's no answer to that. It's a rhetoric. There's, there's, we don't know the ins and outs of all of that stuff. But I think if it is a problem with the industry, then where does that stem from? How the fuck do we get over it? I suppose mm. the the only way we can get over it is by exposing these these reports coming out, and we're going through a, a hard time at the moment where we're hearing time after time that these things are going on in these places, and um, I think the, you know it is the hard time because we're listening to all this coming out, but it's also the most important time because the more it gets exposed, the more it can be looked at directly and confronted. And as I said, as I said, with all of these things, fair play to everyone that puts their name to allegations like this, the open letters and everything, because I know that that, that cannot be an easy thing to do. No, it just can't. It, isn't it must it? be. Like, you know, when people get sort of on the defensive or they're like, oh, well, we've heard one side, but what, what you know, we haven't heard from those who've been accused. It's like, what do you think people get out of <laughs> making these accusations? Like... As if it's going to, like, boost people's careers or get them some sort of fame. Like, name, like, one person who's, like, done well out of, you know, having to make accusations like this. It's it's, it's just, it absolutely does my head in. But um, it's also, it's the response from these companies yeah. as well is appalling. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that statement from, from Activision Blizzard is just, is awful. Yeah. I mean, I've got another story here, which is the same thing, which is, well, it's not the same thing, but it's, it's pretty similar, which is about Ubisoft Singapore, mm. where... There's been a new report that Kotaku have put together where they've spoken with 20 uh, like former and current staff members, and they've described that this is like one of the worst Ubisoft uh, studios in terms of like culture. And there's accusations of like sexual harassment, uh, bullying, racial pay disputes, and this was under this this guy who was the leadership of this guy. It's uh, 
is it Hugues uh, Rico? I, mm. I, I'm not sure how to pronounce. Um, he was like accused of sexual harassment like before, like in August last year, and he was being removed now as the role as like head of the studio. But now he still he still works for Ubisoft in Paris. Like he's just been moved, you know, to another place, and that seems to be something which happens a lot where they just sort of. To just brushing this is the it. Carpet. Like, yeah, it's like generally it's just, the people having to yeah. make the accusations are usually the people who end up having to move on, and the and the accused usually just do absolutely fine. They either get allowed to leave quietly, or they just get moved somewhere else, or they just fucking stay put. As, as seems to be the case with with Ubisoft in a lot of cases. And it's just yeah, it's just absolutely it's disgusting. Yeah, it I is. mean this like. Do you want to hear the Ubisoft statement over this? Because yeah, this, this was also, I mean, this was like a like racial issues with this as well, because basically it was claimed that the Singapore government gave Ubisoft a lot of money to set up this studio. Mm. And the idea was that then that this would train up like local talent who would then take over the studios themselves. But then that doesn't appear to have happened because most of the leadership is still like expats that are like running, you know, mm. running the running the studio instead. And there's these huge pay gaps of between like five thousand to ten thousand dollars a year. Um, you know, between people for, you know, that are working on different uh, projects or, you know, in different positions. And, I mean, they, they said this, they just said, um, Ubisoft said, we celebrate our international culture at Ubisoft and work to ensure our teams are deeply integrated into the local communities where we operate. We do not and we will not to- tolerate abuse, harassment or discrimination. Ubisoft Singapore is pr- proud of the studio that has been built over the last 13 years with 35 nationalities and talent coming from a wide range of backgrounds. 40% of expert and senior expert roles are Singaporean or permanent residents. See, that's... But permanent residents, that can be people... Like, if you're living in the country for a certain time, you can be given permanent yeah, residency. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make you, like, you know, from there, as it were, you know. Anyway, our objective is to continue to increase Singaporean leadership through various programs, including a dedicated management learning path to accelerate the development of new leaders. Compensation is determined by role, responsibility, market practices, and performance. But again, it's no... They're not actually engaging with any of the allegations at all no. that have gone on here it's just that's no, just you know. ultra defensive isn't it mm-hmm. yeah they're gonna the, uh, they're gonna have to change their stance with this stuff and face f- face what's actually being thrown their way because uh, how long can they go along saying this stuff after every report comes out it's mm. yeah. well, the, the problem is i think they feel like they can keep doing it unless well yeah unless, because, until i see differences to their bottom line yeah, they feel like and, and Ubisoft have faced. Ubisoft haven't faced any legal action yet, have they? I don't think. No, no. until I start losing um, money, then they'll make changes. But they're like, hey, yeah. as, as uh, Sean said, they'll get moved on, or they'll let people go quietly, and they'll bring someone else in. Like so much, of this is so, so dependent on, you know, uh, kind of shareholder expectations. We need to keep 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 the keep the motor running, keep doing what we're doing. So they they they, they don't want to make too many changes, even if culturally they need to and and these kind of cases investigating says that they absolutely need to but they're just clearly these big companies are just like they don't want to make changes and they don't want to actually own up and deal with the issues that's clearly at the heart of these organizations i mean it mm. it must so then where so where, then where's the where where does law come into this when do these when well with the activision blizzard one it sounds like it is yeah um, and yeah so, I hope, well that yeah it is isn't it yeah being, unfolds, the state but, is um yeah, but what we need, we need like a massive case where like the state or whoever it is can take one of these businesses to court and then, mm. yeah, but really make a stand and 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 then that may be something that hopefully other other businesses and studios start taking notice of and start actually fixing their problems rather than sweeping under the carpet and moving mm. things around See, to keep the status quo. I've said it, I've said it before, and it's not. This is not in any way going to fix everything at all. 
but there does need to be like some unionization as well because yep. the thing is if you do this then there needs to be alternative power bases inside some of these massive companies mm-hmm. you know that, that are you know on paper looking you know after people you know and are looking at uh, what people have got to say rather than just having to rely on the sort of the patronage or whatever of the management mm. it's um there needs to be another like a uh, how based there? Yeah, because I was going to really say, like, in response to you know, like Dave was saying, is this just a wider culture thing, or is it specific to games? Um, I, it's I think it's both <laughs> to some extent. Um, it's yeah, certainly yeah. it's certainly not unique to video games, but yeah, a lot of other a lot of other industries have unions. Um, so it's just yeah, yeah, it's such a male dominated, you know, historically male dominated workforce as well. Like, mm. obviously, great yeah. uh, diversity as well. We'll also hopefully start making changes or helping this in some way. But mm. yeah, it's, I remember it's just um, unbelievable. it was a, a double fine thing ages ago. Um, was it part of the Kickstarter documentary? It might have been. And like they were, they were saying, like, yeah, you know, a lot of you know devs have um, you know initiatives to hire more more women or, or people of color or. Um, so, but that, but those initiatives don't specify like no you have to put those people in charge of things it's like it's not about just making up a quota it's about getting them higher up within the company and then you like you know the effects of that then flow downwards and you get yeah, a much yeah, the, problem, the, problem, the problem doesn't stop with hiring it, yeah. the, you know you're then putting them into a, an environment where there's potentially even bigger problem yeah so yeah absolutely that's what needs sorting yeah I mean, and, and Fuck, yeah, and to be clear, like, this, this isn't, sucks. you know, this is this, just this, fucking awful, isn't it? It's it just is. awful. It is. And, yeah. and just because like, I know we said this is, it seems to be like AAA studios, like, there's been plenty of people tweeting saying, like, just so you know, this isn't like unique to big budget game dev. Like, this goes on in indie spaces too. Obviously, we've seen, you know, high profile cases of um, people mm-hmm. using their influence within like the indie community, um, you know, and it's just, yeah, it's fucking everywhere. It's disgusting. Okay. Um, anyway, we had the the Tokyo Games um, has started. Who what's the the opening ceremony? I haven't seen it. No, I missed me it. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Like, and that's because their games. So this. Sorry to James. Do you want to do the story before I start commenting? Yeah, the Olympic on it? Games. When you said Tokyo Games, like Tokyo Games show, but yeah, you meant the Olympic Games, don't you? That's, that's what you said. Tokyo <laughs> <it's> Olympic <laughs> Games, right? Yeah, go on. Yeah. So. They basically used a whole bunch of music from video games, and but it was all mostly it's all it's like Square Enix stuff, isn't it? And like some Sega yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, that was, so the um, um, it was mainly when they were walking into the stadium. Uh, each of the yeah. teams were walking into the stadium, and if I'm honest with you, the only bit of music that I actually recognised was the. Um, the uh, victory music from Final Fantasy, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. but but other than that, it was like the winning eleven six triumph yeah. <laughs> theme tune. They chose a it Sonic the... track that I'd never heard before. Starlight Zone, have you not heard that? That's like from the first game. It's brilliant. oh really? Oh, maybe I just yeah. missed that bit then. Maybe I watched the yeah. editing version. But um, what I will say is that as as everyone was pointing out at the time, no Nintendo, and yeah. there's. I'll tell you why this is weird because Nintendo was a huge part of the handing over ceremony between mm-hmm. um what was wherever the last one was and uh, and this one was it Moscow the last one you know I have no idea no it was, was I, I can't remember I can't remember but the, the last Olympics during the handing over ceremony um there was more well, Mario was front and center throughout the whole thing <laughs> and mm. it makes you wonder there's a story there 
there's definitely a story there well, where there was no Nintendo. Is it not I did the, wonder, the COVID thing? Yeah, that's this is what I wonder because there's been a lot of like controversy like around that's these games as to yeah. you know whether they were going to go ahead and the whole thing. Maybe Nintendo yeah, a bunch was just of like, sponsors yeah, not, pulled out because because yeah. like, they didn't want to like be a part of it. Mm. And yeah, and then you then Nintendo you had then you had um, terrible accusations to what was it the music director and the. Um, yeah, One, yeah. We, like the 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 team involved in putting that show together, uh, two of them got fired um, really? for horrible things. Yeah, yeah, really bad things as well. You, oh, you know, you can you can look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, I, I think you might be right. I think Nintendo might have seen that and gone, "Oh, we ain't putting our brand to that," which mm-hmm. is nuts for an opening yeah, ceremony of the Olympics. Um, there's been like yeah, surveys recently where like most people in Japan like don't want the games to go ahead. I think it's like sixty or seventy percent of people said that they didn't want the games to go ahead at all. And obviously, you know, they've had to do it now with with no no uh, or no 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 attending it, no kind of uh, people watching the mm. games. So with that combined with the controversy and and all the COVID stuff, it's yeah, it's weird. And also like in 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 far less serious uh, terms, um, the BBC haven't got most of the rights this time. Like Discovery have got most of the rights. Oh, really? so, That's right. Apparently, there's just a lot less so Olympics coverage that there is normally even on the BBC. <laughs> yeah, so that's a shame. I mean, I'm just looking at the full yes. list, full list of songs. It's pretty incredible. Like, <laughs> like because you sort of flick through it, and there's you know there's some deep, or you know what we would consider deep cuts in there. You've got like you know stuff from Ace Combat, stuff from like the Tales of series, and then yeah, Chrono Trigger, and, and yeah, yeah, Chrono Trigger, like Gradius, but then Fantasy Star Universe. No one liked that game. <laughs> No, no one even no one who likes Fantasy Star even likes that game. That's why is that in there? <laughs> Just bizarre. But yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. uh, there was there was some pretty cool stuff at the opening ceremony. It's worth watching the drone stuff they did with the lights was utterly incredible. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So you'll like that, Sean. But, I, do, I do like yeah. do like my drones. Is it where they have like a shitload of them all lit up and they sort of make shapes in the air and stuff? Yeah, they do. I mean, they they yeah they made this big sphere and mm. they oh. were. Yeah, changing that. Go on. That's just reminded me of some feedback, actually, Sean. I oh, have yeah. for you for because uh, you you know you were talking about Yakuza Zero. Yeah, uh, no, about uh, judgment. judgment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and how that's got drone yes, stuff drone in racing, it. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't play it for that. It's oh, really? Is it bad? It's yeah. I hated it. Oh, it man. was it's like borderline uncontrollable. I found I really didn't well, enjoy pretty it. pretty experienced drone operator, James. So I don't imagine I'll have any problems. But thank, thanks. yeah, probably still <laughs> be fine. Probably, but yeah, hated it. <laughs> anyway, um. Next story um, is that EA Play happened last week as well. <laughs> did it? Did it? It's well, so weird. Thing, did anyone watch this? Because I didn't bother. I skimmed <laughs> it. I, yeah. I, I mean, I think they should look at that and regret that it wasn't the opening to E3, to be honest with you. Because uh, I didn't hear any buzz from it whatsoever. Mm. And, you know, when, when it's at the start of E3, these things, the EA Play things are never really good. They're just never really good, are they? We, we've never no. come out of one guy, and that what was are you fucking talking great. About? We had Jose Mourinho and Men in Blazers and all that before. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. But but I'm talking for the right reasons. You know, the, you mm. never come out of them guy. They showed some great stuff, blah blah blah. Um, but this time it really was. It just they they put it out there, and it was a bit like nothing. And at least when it's know? at the start of E3, you're like, oh, okay, well, at least it's just the start of E3. We've got all this stuff to come. Like this, because it was on its own, people were coming away going, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> I've done something then. 
Do you want to know the, this, this is the list. So we had we had Grid Legends, which is coming from Codemasters, because right. they are now part of EA, aren't they? Because yeah, yeah. yeah, they released F one recently. So is that a new Grid game then, or what? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's I got a story it, mode, no apparently. There wasn't there FMV as well involved. Oh, I don't know. I heard that there was FMV. Your section, and it was James. awful. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah because I like to know because it's a news section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch it, Matt. I've already explained. Um, I've got a list of <laughs> things. Um, um, I'm, I'm looking thing. at the trailer now. There is live action. I don't know if it's just for the trailer, but there is definitely live action in the trailer. I think it was just for the trailer. Probably. But, you know, it's got a story. No, it yeah. says here, the hook here is a... I mean, shall I do your job for you, James? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, just do it, Matt. I know, you love, I know you love reading out press releases, so go on. Well, I, I like actually conveying the news. In the, I mean, what what have you, you uh, conveyed like, you like so far? Grid the... Legends game. I said, what game is it? You don't know. Is it live action? Don't know. Who's in it? Don't know. I know you like reading out your corporate propaganda. Go on, <laughs> read, read the thing. Okay, well, here's some corporate propaganda. It's got um, the person who played Eric Ifong in Sex Education. Oh, there you go. And it's got a live action story cool. mode. Oh, it does have a live action story mode. That's what it weird. does, yeah. Got there in the end, didn't uh, Has that ever been <laughs> successful? Other no. than Night Trap or whatever it's called. <laughs> Has that ever been? Well, I've, I've got a little game called Dark Knights with Poe and Munro to talk about later. <laughs> yeah, we'll look forward to that. Then. We yeah. will yeah. look forward to that. Uh, then we've got a date for Lost in Random, which is coming on the 10th of September. Oh, this is the indie one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, this looks all right. Yeah, it looks fine. And then we've got more stuff for Knockout City, uh, yes, because man. they're doing season two. With what is called, it's a map of ever-changing movie-inspired arenas called the Hollywood Drive-In. It looks really new good. Playlist, gear and rewards. The yeah. stuff look really good. I might yeah. have to pop back on that again. It's been cool. a while, and I yeah. loved what I played of it. So, and it's that. you know, well, it's... sorry. Yeah, by the time by the time you hear this, it's out because it, okay. it's out oh, on the twenty seventh. So yeah. Cool. Holy shit! Um, I, I, I'll say this: um, it's a good sign that they're showing stuff from uh, <laughs> Knockout City because remember Rocket Arena? They showed that <laughs> off once and then never spoke about it again. Yeah, that's gone. So it's a good sign that it's doing pretty well and it's getting mm. supported. So fingers crossed that'll just get better and better. Uh, then we had Apex Legends Emergence. Um, so this is like a new update for that, and that's coming on the third of August. It's a uh, game that I've forgotten existed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bad, got a new character. It? I, I, it's, it's still big though. It's still big. Yeah, people yeah, love it. It's still big. People love it. Yeah, but it's and, just you know, one I of always those ones say, where I'm like, oh, if, yeah. yeah, like if I was ever going to play one of those, that is the one I would play. Um, but I just fundamentally don't get on with them. But I'm very happy that you know they've got a hit after making two brilliant games and no one bought. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, go back and make one of those games that no one buys. Please, yeah. just one just for more. Me. I just want one just more. Me. I'll pay yeah. full price for it, I promise. <laughs> Don't take the piss though. <laughs> um, not not seventy pound full price, yeah. Alright, we know where you're thinking, EA. Uh then they also unveiled Battlefield Portal, which is like it lets you sort of mash up parts of Battlefield nineteen forty two, Battlefield Bad Company two and Battlefield three in like Custom maps. This sounded very cool as fuck. Did any of you guys watch the trailer? No, I saw. I, I saw. Oh god, I saw the jokes on um, Twitter of people showing the portal gun in Battlefield, and was like, "What?" Uh. So I went and watched the trailer and saw Battlefield Portal, and I was like, "Holy shit! Where's the portal gun stuff?" Oh no, right, okay. I see what they've done here. <laughs> I was well disappointed, um, but no, I didn't really get to see the full thing. So, what can you do, Matt? 
Um, well, it, it, I mean, the the uh, the trailer was the CG, but and uh, as James mentioned, yeah, the fact you can have like one of World War Two planes in a Battlefield Three map, and you know, a, a Bad Company Two wep- uh, weapons and and vehicles in a in a in a 1942 map it's basically like a giant old mashup and it'd be interesting to know which i think i have already mentioned actually which um of the battlefield 3 maps are out or included but the fact that you can kind of mix and match is uh it's literally i'm still super excited about favorites on that uh, let me just what check. Battlefield Three is Caspian, Caspian border, and Norsha canals are on there. Oh, really? They, uh, they haven't got. Um, yeah. What is it? Metro was the one we loved, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, Metro is the one we loved. Uh, I mean, not yet. That I think I'm sure they said they're going to add more, but it just looks like a really cool idea. The fact you can, you know, mix, mix and match all these cool things. I guess. And yeah, I'm still really supremely excited for 2042. It looks great mm. in the trailers, and uh, I just hope they, I hope they nail it. Uh, what I hope more than anything is that they don't have ridiculous issues with servers on day yeah. one because that feels like it's plagued the last two or three battlefield yeah. games yeah for you it's that like only an... plays it in the first week but <laughs> honestly like the battlefield games were great after that it, it, it seriously not after the first week longer than that uh, i don't know i think it's about a week <laughs> probably about a month or two okay. anyway uh, i'm excited and this is a cool idea Cool. I'm I'm very excited. Okay. Like you know, I've just seen people tweeting basically saying there's nothing to stop you essentially just recreating like Bad Company Two, which remains my my favourite Battlefield. Um, so yeah, excited. Okay, and then the last thing they showed was a Dead Space remake that everyone knew was going to happen, and it's by EA Motive. Oh, is uh, it it's a coming remake? Out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did not remake know that. First one, I yeah. thought it was a new one. Okay. All right. There's, I never, uh, got, I never no, liked the dead. Well, I, I never well, played oh, the yeah, dead. I was going to say, games, given by the amount of the amount of excitement I've seen around this, like, you'd be forgiven for thinking it was a new one. Um, I, I was really surprised how positive people have been about this. Like, well, it'll, it'll be good. Death, the first Death one was good. Yeah, 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 the first one was a good game. Like, I'm not. It was a good game. The first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, like, it'll be great. It's just weird that obviously they binned the developer. And based, like you know, it's like a series that everyone sort of agrees like started off amazing, then sort of went off the boil. Um, a bit with two and then definitely with three and then they're like yeah we're bringing it back with a remake of the one good one <laughs> after we sacked the devs and it's being made by a different team do you know what i mean it's just i don't know yeah. it seems weird like if you know well, yeah, the big this like makes the most sense like the whole skate four thing if they just sort of gone oh yeah we're remaking skate one i'd be like oh okay <laughs> so, <laughs> so i don't know i've just been surprised by how positive people have been by no because i think with this um obviously it's been a while since dead space but i think with this it makes much more sense to do this because they can do the resident evil thing mm. or, or indeed the tony hawks thing where like, okay let's remake the first one make it great get old fans yeah. in and new fans in and then they can either go and say well do we remake number two do we change it or do we do have a totally original yeah. one i think this makes total sense yeah and I'm like, really like interested they did with the tony hawks how this thing. one goes what happened to that <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they just get rid of well, the whole studio and then? <laughs> well, no, no. As in, they, they remade the first two, loved it, and people were like, "Okay, well, do you make a new Tony Horse? Do you make a remake of three? Obviously, you know, since then they kind of moved the studio on. But <laughs> so the answer was no. Don't make any more. If they do a remake um, of three, maybe by the time it comes out, they'll be thinking maybe we can have another crack at these microtransaction things. That's true, yeah, because yeah. that was the that was the problem with it. Yeah, it was yeah. like insane. What, what was the what was the reaction to the second one, James? Good, yeah, people like the second one. It was, I mean, so I don't was think it good, just not as good. Yeah, as it was the first one. It was good, not as good as the first one, but still very good. Like it was still it was, both, yeah. both two first two what, games the were great. What? The second Dead Space, Dead Space, yeah, Dead yeah. Space, yeah. 
Which was the one that John Denton reviewed? In, well, that was Dead Space Three, wasn't it? Where mm. the yeah, which was one of the, which is awful. <laughs> yeah, shots fired. <laughs> John Denton. Uh, I watched so that I've video again the games. other day. It's so good. I mean, not for John. Uh, it's James, it must how... be awful for him. But God, sorry, <laughs> sorry John. I should bring that. Probably loved it at the time. Uh, James, how in scariness wise, how does these compare to the Resident Evil Ooh. games? Uh, much scarier. Yeah, they're, I'd say they're much scarier oh, okay. than Resident Evil. Like Resident Evil's not really very scary. The, these are much like the, the the atmosphere in these is oh. horrible. It's like really sinister and yeah, like grim, but uh, but very and good. What what's the, what's the general gameplay? Is it it's like is it combat? Is it puzzles? Is it everything? Is it kind of just is it is it more survival horror than than even Resident Evil is? Um, yeah, I'd say it's probably a bit more survival, but there is also but the combat is good because it's all like um you know customizable weapons and stuff. Like you have to choose which ones you're going to upgrade mm. like over time and all that kind of stuff. But it is also sort of environmental puzzle based. I'd say. It's um okay, roll cool. up, roll up, get your tickets for the Matt Murray stream train. Yeah, having not played the originals and people getting excited about this, but it's interesting. But I think as I normally think with these things, and particularly in the uh particularly in terms of skate, where there's like so many people getting excited for weeks and months and years about a new game or remake and they bring it out and then it just kind of comes out and oh do you do you do you, remember, do you remember when they did Mirror's Edge 2 that everyone wanted for ages and it came out and nothing yeah. happened? And I think potentially that might have an escape. But this, it feels like much more kind of, there's much greater chance of it actually doing well and moving on to different things. I mean, I think take it's that, also... Sean. You can take that, Sean. That was like a direct I think, I think, into your favourite well, game. I mean, we'll see what happens, won't we? <laughs> we did get an update on skate didn't we just before because they said skate was not going to be out this neither was bioware neither was mass mm. effect neither was Lo- yeah. uh, neither was star wars all the things you're looking um, forward to they said loads of things weren't going to be here uh but they did have like a kind of behind the scenes motion capture video about skate didn't they oh, yeah, they, were like, it's, yeah. they were like it's still happening oh, yeah. i'm just thinking about matt streaming this that would be good then oh, i remember that the mass effect trilogy come out and matt you should be streaming that <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Matt. We got to come on. Let's go. Come on. You do you know what do I might? Do you know what I might dig out for you, Matt? Just to give you a taste. Um, so back in the Dark Ooh. Zero days, I did a bit. Um, <laughs> I, did, I did a bit for the. So this was like pre-streaming, obviously. Um, yeah, there's a bit of a Dark Zero episode, which is just the audio of me trying to play like the first hour of Dead Space, which I then sort of truncated down. And yeah, it's just loads of horrible oh, noises and me screaming and swearing for like 20 minutes. Yeah, please put that up. Well, uh, we will yeah. listen to that. We'll have a bonus <laughs> podcast. <Yeah. laughs> uh, okay, cool. So that was EA Play 2021. Was, yeah. A little bit, a bit of a letdown. Would like to have seen the, some Mass Effect, but there you go. The Dead Space remake is also only next gen. Like it's not coming out on uh, PS4 and PS5, um, Xbox One or anything. It's only only next gen, and there's no release window yet either. So yeah, it may be a while. Going to be a um, beat. Yeah. Final news is that Pez is no more. Um, it's now a free-to-play game called eFootball. Um, what a weird decision this whole thing is. Um, so, yeah. Slowly happening over the last like, two or three years, isn't it? But why? People know that brand. Mm. Yeah, but no one's been buying that brand for <laughs> yeah, brand as much as they were, <laughs> which has know, been the problem if, here. If they bring out a proper proper football game, people know Pro Evolution Soccer. You know, Maybe mm. that's it. Maybe they looked at it and said, Pro Evolution Soccer has got such a bad stink around it now as yeah. a brand that we need to change it and that's really sad yeah I think, I think that's what I said in the press release <laughs> we've renamed this because such a bad stink <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that is so what here's they... a much cooler one we're going to light a scented candle <laughs> yeah. and yeah, you call it but, it, but then it's hard not you know 
It's hard not to imagine that, like, you know, the number of conversations. Oh, you football? What's this? Oh, it's Pez. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I don't but think people are going to be fooled. Filter away. Yeah. That'll uh, filter yeah. away, it's, wouldn't it? That's yeah. the it's very point. easy to say, like, why have they changed the name of, you know, ISS Pro or ISS and then into That's Pro true. Evo? I mean, even a time like, why is it Pro Evo? Like, it's ISS. But having said that, if you forget all the naming stuff, watching the trailer, looking at the stuff they've done, and all stuff for free to play to various platforms, it does look like it could be really exciting i hope they nail it because there's lots of potential for i mean like a free-to-play football game on mobile and pc and consoles current and previous gen cross-platform like play yeah, um, but there's the, and free-to-play the, the there's is, lots of exciting potential there yeah but the the, the problem was there's a one big problem there's the a huge modes. problem with this yeah the game there's that modes. well there's the problem here, right, is that you've got that problem, which is that they said that when it launches, it's going to have very little content, like to begin with. And then what's going to happen is there's, they've got an initial roadmap of content and feature updates, including online leagues, team building mode, esports tournaments, and mobile controller support. But that's going to come before the end of winter, they've said. So it's not launching with like online leagues or anything like that, or yes, the madness. other stuff. And, it says, and then it says the publisher will continue to expand the game with new matches and modes over time with plans to also sell optional DLC in the future. See, this sounds to me like this is going to launch very bare bones where yeah, it will literally yeah. just be like, it'll just be like one-on-one like matches or whatever and that will be it. And then over time they'll start to add other things. There'll be a career mode, will probably, be, but that'll be like optional DLC that you'll have to buy that yeah. you'll like, you know, plug on later. Yeah, you'd have to buy the Master League. And it, it all depends on how it launches with the network, like how the network mode is like. You know, if it's because this has been the problem for Pez, hasn't it? Is that like online play has been not very good. I mean, FIFA online play yeah. isn't amazing, but it generally kind of works. It works, yeah. I know this sounds dumb, and it definitely doesn't work, right? It, it, this definitely doesn't work, and I know it, right? But to me personally, the idea of a football game that didn't even bother going for licenses and anything, right? Genuinely didn't even try and make them look like Manchester United with players <laughs> with slightly different names. I don't know. I think the players are all called what they're called now and it's not too bad. But if they just focus down on a fictional or like treated it, <laughs> I don't want to say this because you still want the stadiums and the crowds and all that. But like if they treated it like a Sunday league thing and that you were buying and selling players that are just complete unknowns and then the rumblings on the internet about, oh, have you heard about this player? <laughs> They're really good. Mm. You need to do. And like. You heard about John Smith. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. You know, uh, I, I, that sounds well exciting to me. Whereas playing a game where it's like it's got a couple of the teams, the rest yeah, are not. Yeah, I mean, not, it's got. It's got Manchester United, Barcelona, Juventus, and Bayern. And it's like, that's just, that makes, to me, that makes, you're right, it makes it worse. Like just yeah. having a couple of teams and then all the rest are not. And then it's just like, this is just. Yeah, odd. it kind of you feels know, to like, me that like, if you if create it was half this, finished. Like make your own, you could, right, think of all the money you could save on licensing and focus it on making, like refining all the game modes, getting it all there, getting it all together. I know that's not how it works, but shut up for a minute. <laughs> and, and like actually just making this whole fake league with fake superstars and all this that you can do stuff with is so it's way more exciting to me that that idea but i guess you know people like licenses and they they that's what draws people's eyes to your video game so that's probably not possible but the idea I mean, of it just sounds really exciting to me that you could build this whole soap opera of football and and actually manipulate it more than you could ever do with licensed teams and players and stuff. 
the fact this is free to play, I mean, you know how I feel about free to play, but <laughs> this worries me more about this because it just makes me feel whatever they're going to put out is going to be really bare bones and not great. Is, we'll is, see. Yeah, I, I hear it's going to launch with uh, it's just you kicking a football against a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and the only mode I Six need. months' time, you can play you can play one on one with a mate. You, wanna, and you, then you can wait you, seven years for the pitch. <laughs> you yeah. can buy it now in six months you'll be able to play on, on like a field and you get to put your jumpers down as goalposts <laughs> and then you get like a fifth player who's the older kid from school it's not really fair now it's two on one well, I'd love um, it if it was like yeah you have to buy like a crate of footballs or whatever like that you need to like every time you kick one off the pitch it's gone the stadium you need yeah, to buy yeah. a new one yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's microtransactions that's what they're going to yeah. do yeah <laughs> And uh, no, I think this is—it's really interesting, and I think it looks—I think it looked good from the trailer. But um, and they need to do something because they couldn't keep kind of trying to go against FIFA and failing. They need to do something different. I'm—I'm mean, I'm fascinated to see what it's like when yeah, it launches. Right. And um, what shit name yeah. though? E football. E football. Well, you know what? They've chosen yeah. that because apparently the reason they've chosen that as a name is they said that soccer doesn't have like people in in the UK or whatever in Europe. Don't know what soccer is, so they went with football. I mean, instead. they do; they just well, don't. Like stupid. We know what soccer word. is, yeah. but we, we're just furious with the fact that someone it. else come along and said we're not yeah. calling it that. Well, yeah. Why not? Because we've got football. Yeah, but you invented yours. Like what? <laughs> no, you can't just also, do that. It's also the esports thing as well, isn't it? Like they're clearly probably mm. hoping this is going to become like an esports thing. Uh, you know, I, oh, the quote, the quote yeah. in the press release was great, where it said, "We're offering a true and fair." Uh, football experience, which is basically, uh, <laughs> look, we all know what happens on FIFA. There's, there's a yeah. phrase you're not going to get thiefed. We're getting thiefed is uh, <laughs> is quite common, and uh, they're aware of that. We've, we're not being e footed. What we want, we want this to be amazing because we need something to do against FIFA. Mm. I miss the old days where it's kind of Pez versus FIFA, they were pushing each other. Like, FIFA having no one. No one to compete against. It's just not good for any of us. So hopefully this is amazing and it ruffles some feathers and it does some interesting stuff that might push FIFA in a new direction. It's not going to be, though, is it? I reckon it's going to be awful. Anyway. No, that attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just hope and pray, right? Yeah. Right, is that it for the news? It is. I've got some rumours, though. Oh, my goodness. (gasps) Are we going? Oh, let's go. Are we taking the trip? Please. Let's go to Farley's Fantasy Zone. Okay. Um, still the best. Still the best jingle in the world. <laughs> that yeah, one, I don't think they'll ever get old. Go on. Still want a two-minute remix, James. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if they like played that in nightclubs? That would be so good if they just dropped that in. <laughs> oh my god! Do any of us? Oh my god! Maybe. Well, no. We, we can write like, James. First of all, we need to make a, a five-minute house remix. No, 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 Here's something we can legitimately do. If we put that up as an MP3 somewhere that people can download, what if we do a thing where we get listeners to play it in various different places, record them playing it, and send it in? <laughs> Seriously, on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. So like, if, well, uh, we need James to record the stems, like the individual musical bits, and then they can people can make their own mix. And yeah, stuff. if you could, if you could get it, no, 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 they don't need to make. A say, mix. What's that got they to do just with it? Got to play the jingle. 
They've just got to play the jingle. Like, I don't want if they're, if they're able to get it onto the radio, <laughs> if they're able to get it, like if they, you know, can get it played in a nightclub somehow, <laughs> anything like that. You know, if, if wedding, you, funeral, whatever. You know, yes, just get, <laughs> absolutely, all of this stuff. Right. <laughs> if you've got your own podcast, just slip it in there completely unannounced. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, let's get. The Farley's Fantasy Zone jingle as far as, as and as wide as we possibly can, and e- even better if it's completely unexplained. Like we don't want you to go, oh, we're going to play this uh, because this podcast. Just whack it out there. Ring up radio stations, and once you get on, play it down the phone. Come on, we could do this. If we you work could, in a shop. Get on the tannoy. You know. Yes. Yes. You imagine walking around Asda, and all of a sudden the Farley's Fantasy Zone jingle <laughs> plays over the thing. Oh, I'm excited. Can we do that, Matt? Can we put it? up somewhere so people can download it i think we can right let's get that done let's get that done and we want your tweets send them in (laughs) let's get that jingle out there right okay cool sorry james okay um david this is addressed to you because i know you were a fan of this go on would you like to do the running man again i beg your pardon would you like to do the running man again (gasps) i know what this is about it's playstation home coming back james Okay, so this is the rumour. The rumour okay. is that so okay. Sony have been updating their trademark for PlayStation Home. And they've done it three times, and the most recent time was the 21st of July. It's and that's now, as good as it gets. It's definitely <laughs> happening then, right? People are speculating no, that this could be something to do with PSVR 2. That maybe they're going to do, like, you know, PlayStation Home in VR. Of course yeah. it is. I mean, what a great idea. They would idea. be stupid not to be working on like a metaverse thing yeah. with that. For sure. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yes, I want to do the running man in PlayStation. I'm not going to buy the fucking thing. That'd be stupid, but I like the idea. Having PlayStation yeah. Home in VR, that's like the perfect... Of course it is. Shit. I didn't even think yeah. of that. It's amazing though, isn't it? I mean, PlayStation yes. VR, I mean, I, I remember I played PlayStation Home over at your house, I think, one time, and it was just we spent most of the time Going around just like I have no keyboard, you know, yeah, I have no keyboard, and, and then running up to people and doing the Running Man and trying to get everyone yeah. to do like a massive string of the Running Man in in, yeah. Yeah, in a row and all that. Yeah, yeah, Brilliant. yeah, yeah. Great it stuff. Was ter- I mean, it-, it was terrible, but funny, mm. terrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> I will say, I mean, companies renewing trademarks oh, often just means they're but I think you're totally right, Dave. Or and James, I think you know, with the metaverse, you know, blowing up and doing good things with VR, I feel like it makes perfect sense for home to be their their version of the metaverse. It could be interesting. I thought we'd open the wrong door to Matt's piss on your chip zone. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's not quite as fun. I like it in Farley's Fantasy. Can't so, but wait for the piss on your chips, uh, jingle. That's coming. <laughs> um, no, it, yeah, it makes uh, a lot of sense because, so. as you said, Matt, it's like with all, all the stuff that Sony owns, they could actually bring something together here where you could have like, you know, watch films in it or whatever, you know, that are of yeah. like Sony Networks or whatever. It could be it could be really interesting. I mean no one will use it, but it could be it could be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for this. Definitely. Well, who, who knows? Who knows where we'll be when PSVR's out in, you know, whatever a couple of years, it'll be um who knows where we'll be. Yeah. Okay. Uh my second rumour is not quite as exciting, oh. but it's about Jade Raymond. All right. And it's about because it's it's Haven Games is a studio, and mm. there's now rumours that you know how she's like tied to Sony now, and the the studio is working on a game for Sony, mm. and apparently it's a games as a service game, and that's yeah. that's that's the rumour. I'm sure that's very exciting. But yeah, should have just kept it with the one story. I think. Yeah, not yeah, much. Yeah, it was scraping the barrel. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, is there like a sort of time limit in Farley's Fantasy Zone before you've got to get the fuck out of there? <laughs> I think, it's I a think bit like maybe, I think maybe one story is enough to be honest, yeah. you know. It's just got to be a banger and that's it. Then we just yeah, walk out. Really the thing is, like, these days, what is the definition of games as a service? So many games these days are moving to that where, you know, it's about regular content it's about paying for these kind of dlcs every year like i think the term games of service is gonna start not making sense at all when you have lots of games i mean i guess that games like forza horizon is arguably that where it's like the seasons and yeah then you look at the i think think another example is rainbow six siege still playing you know people still playing it people the content still being released for it does that count as a games of service it didn't when it come out um but but I would say it definitely does, yeah. With like season passes, with regular kind of a live, live team managing it, new content. I mean, that is what I've always defined as a game as a service. But so many games these days are that because that's what people expect, and ultimately that's what studios and developers, publishers want. They want people to play this, their same game and kind of eke out money every year. So yeah, I don't know. Just, I don't know. I went on a rant, but I just think every game is a game as a service these days. I don't know what it was actually. I just kept talking. Um, I know this isn't news, but um, well, but Playdate announced pre-orders uh, are coming next week, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, next, it's fir- well, I should say this week, this Thursday, uh, um, six PM UK time. Shit. How do you feel, James? I couldn't care less about no, it. No, no. I mean, and how do you why... feel about the fact that Matt has oh, really? just slipped in a Jeez, bit of news? Uh, there? I, I, I mean, he mentioned it on the WhatsApp group, and I'm like, I'm not putting that in because I just don't care. <laughs> And, um, he also and then I thought sounded he was more like an advert than a piece of news. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was, it, that's, that's, that's precisely why I didn't put it in there. I just thought, what's, <laughs> James, you know? I, I generally, James, are you, not, are you not interested? I thought that'd be well up your street. No, I, it just no, doesn't. James, really he's trying to keep much. you going. Just shut him down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, Playdate's just kind of out. The price sort of puts me off. What is it for the actual console? One hundred eighty quid. One hundred eighty. Yeah, and they do really um, import and all that sort of stuff. They do take the money when you pre-order it as well. Yeah, okay, right, okay. Which is a lot of money to good... lay out for something you might not get for like what three, four months. But no, yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Well, that's uh, gorgeous. Yeah, we should probably put hashtag ad in this uh, <coughs> podcast, Matt, just to, <laughs> on the socials. Right, um, should we get to what you've been playing? Mm. Let's. We should probably say Matt nothing, right? Uh, no, I've been far too busy. I mean, I played a little tiny bit of Zelda because uh, uh, well, Elodie and I w- were enjoying it every day, but then work got too busy, so I stopped playing it. But we we played a bit on the weekend, and um, yeah, we're in we're in our first temple now or dungeon. I mean, I would always say dungeon. I think there was like a tweet on a song on Twitter about or a poll saying what do you call them? It was a dungeon. Like, wasn't in it? my mind, I always call them dungeons, but they're called obviously temples in the game. But yeah, definitely dungeons. Anyway. Yeah. We we got to our first dungeon playing that, still firing the controls, but um, but she's still enjoying watching it and playing it. And when when I get more time, we're going to keep playing it. So that's pretty much all I had time to do because uh, you know because um, well the other game I'm playing is Zombieland VR Headshot Fever. Okay, right, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. Don't worry about we're that game. Though, giving up to the big not, launch on Steam. So this Thursday <laughs> at six pm. Sorry, uh, that's pretty much all I'm playing. <laughs> Sean, can we get? Can we finally talk about Death Store? Because yes, I wanted please. to talk to you about it all week and um obviously we've held back a bit haven't we because mm. of the show uh so sean and i have been playing a game called death store which is a devolver digital published game um and it is available on xbox and pc no ps4 version which i thought was weird uh no yeah no can't playstation it, version can't handle it yeah strange one too <laughs> strange good one, too good it? 
Um, and it is a sort of isometric, uh, really, you know, the shorthand, there's so, it's so different to Zelda games, like old school Zelda games that you can't really directly compare them. But at the same time, it's the easiest shorthand to say yeah. it's a Zelda style game because it is an action adventure, isometric um, game filled with puzzles and yet yeah, technically dungeons um, and uh, enemies Temple. to fight. Um, but I think the fact that the exploration is done in a completely different way, um, the way that the combat is and the punishment for dying and all that sort of stuff is totally different. Um, yeah. And it is better than pretty much every top-down Zelda <laughs> game that I've ever played as well. So, uh, I'd, 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 yeah, you can't really directly compare them. But No. Um, um, and because, like, initially, you know, seeing this in trailers and stuff, um got a very big like soulsborne vibe off it yeah and that yeah. is there certainly you know in terms of the tone and the, the you know the presentation of it and stuff i wouldn't say the tone but, because the tone is way like there's a lot of comedy in there true yeah and quite a lot of that is yeah, yeah there's none of that in um in in dark souls games no. obviously no. but but what, what i will say the similarities are literally it's one of those ones where it's a big spiraling map that you mm. can go around do stuff for ages and then find your way back to your sort of spawn point um, yes. the punishment for dying it's not also hard I heard mm. I saw some people saying no, oh, no in terms of difficulty level it's you can't compare them yeah like, I mean this like, always seems well, no, very no, no, achievable I didn't mean as hard but I, I I also saw some people say oh you know I'm tearing my hair out playing this or this is hard yeah. or okay. I mean, unless boss. it gets way it harder later a little bit like that Sean yeah but maybe I, I've just found it tricky mm. like more than anything else so okay right so how far into it are you Sean uh, so can, I, can I ask a question first okay go on yes this is just a quick question right mm. this looks right up my street mm. of something that I yeah. really would it's like it's a James Farley game you'd love it yeah but does it have any like Modern things of like roguelike stuff or crafting. Or no, 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 no. Look, look, just let's talk about a game. You, you trust me. Okay. We'll convince you to doubt, like play this immediately by the end of this. Trust yep. me. Okay, go ahead. Um, and the, the other thing to point out as well is that although there's the mechanic of dying is that there's a door that you walk out of and you go back to that door every time. Um, it's not one of those situations where you have to go back to where you died to collect everything you collected. Mm -hmm. That stays with you. So. If you are really struggling, chances are you'd be able to afford an upgrade by to help you along the way, you know. Um, but anyway, right, okay. So, how far into it are you, Sean? Uh, so I've done uh, the witch, and I'm now yep. in the forest bit. Okay, I'm further than you now. This okay. that's bad. Okay, yeah, no, because I am just about to face off with the boss of that area. Okay, cool. Um, uh, yeah, I'm at that point where it, um, Harry was watching me play it for, you know, 10, 20 minutes tonight, and he was like, do not face that boss until I'm, I'm here, because he had to go to bed. I was like, yeah, yeah all right, I'll do that in the morning. Um, but just, it's one of those games, and it's a rarity, this sort of thing. You know, this didn't even happen with a game like Hades, which went on to be our game of the year last year. It, mm. This... It's one of those games where you start playing it and instantly you go, this is a class above. Like yep. this is, yep. it's visually beautiful. The The audio is, is fantastic. Um, the setup is wonderful. It's completely intriguing, like really gripping from the first second. And just the environment you're in sort of makes you sit up and take notice. You're like, mm. okay, all right, I'm digging this. And uh, the more you play it, 
the more you're like, I don't like this about it, I don't like that about it. But the more you get into it, you're like, oh, that's why it's doing that, and that's why it's doing that. Okay, that totally makes sense. And now I'm at a point now where I'm thinking, I can't think of a fault here. Like, I, yeah. there's nothing I dislike about this game, and I'm totally gripped, and I'm loving every minute of it. Mm. It's um, it's pretty special, isn't it? It really is. Like, we haven't properly explained everything. You play as like a little, is it a crow or a blackbird? A crow, yeah. Is it a crow? Um, the, who can wield a sword? Uh, for reasons we don't need to get into um and he yeah and basically you're essentially um you know traipsing around this sort of sort of between sort of afterlifey space um and yeah and it's you know it's it's a bit dark souls in terms of like basically yeah there's three big bosses uh you gotta take down um and that's gonna open a door you hope um but it's but even that's doing it a disservice because that's all then wrapped up in this whole thing that like actually it's your job to like reap souls but that kind of you work for a company don't you where you reap souls yeah but that kind of goes out the window early on but in a really interesting way that i won't spoil um and you're still sort of going back to that office and sort of finding things out and sort of, and that's sort of flashing out the, you know, obviously you're exploring this world at the same time, but then it's these trips back to the office and sort of, you know, finding new areas there or unlocking new areas and different bits of lore and stuff um, that, you know, just that allow you to start piecing things together. And it's like Dave says, it's just, there's just this sort of sophistication to everything about it. That's yep. just, it's just a cut above like I'm gonna say everything, but it's <laughs> I don't know. It's it's really hard to explain. And like the combat is just spot on. Um, it's, yeah. You know, again, this is one of the things I went into it and say it for. Actually, the combat feels kind of sluggish. Um, you don't feel like yeah. you can whip about the place and um, put together loads of combos. Like for example, if you compare it to um Hades mm. which the combat is just so lightning fast yeah you're chaining moves together everything's going off on one it's great but it sort of has this weird sort of area it sits in this area between something like Hades and also something way more considered yeah like Dark Souls yeah, yeah. so it's not as technical as say Dark Souls it's not as slow and pick your moments as that game but then it's nowhere near as fast or um action based as as um hades but but it kind of nails sorry go on so i i mean you've compared this to like zelda and stuff as well Mm -hmm. but yeah so do you pick up like items and stuff and then use them as weapons and things or is it so so the um well this is what's interesting sean i don't know Mm. if you noticed this but in the menu there's this huge grid of possible weapons that you've got yeah yeah I'm way into the game, and I've still only got one. Oh, so really? I don't know so what I that's found I found two. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So there's one right at the start. Um, and oh, shit. Uh, well, it, that's kind if of you a, turned around, Dave. You could have got a, yeah, a machine. <laughs> well, the, the gun. one you find right at the start is kind of a joke. Um, well, it's, it's not. Right, it's, an, okay. it, it's an umbrella, and it just—it's the same as your sword, but it does less damage. So basically, that's your hard mode. Apparently that's the okay, <laughs> right, idea. Okay. Um, but yeah, so there, I've found another one, um, which I am now. I think I'm going to use as my my main. Is it an axe weapon? Uh, no. Okay, all right. Because um, I've seen an axe, but I have no idea how to get it. So, uh, okay, interesting. Yeah, it's been really frustrating. Um, um so the, so the Zelda comparisons, James, are literally um, that you are discovering areas 
and there are tons of secret paths and secret like different things you can do you can be walking towards if you're walking straight to where you're supposed to be going you will pass so many different forks in the road that you should probably go down it's full of exploration and it's always rewarding when it does that you'll either find as sean says a weapon or some orbs to help you level up or um you know various different items like seeds that you can plant to get your health back and stuff those are so clever those are so brilliantly done there's Go like, <laughs> oh, just basically, yeah, the, the way you, you like replenishing your health works is that in the world, there are these little pots with, with soil in them. And yeah, if you've got a spare seed, you can plant, um, you can plant them and then instantly it grows into this, this tree that, yeah, you sort of eat the fruit off it and it restores your health. So you can only use it like once if you die, um, you know, that sort of replenishes the tree and you can use it once again. So it's just this cool thing of like, if you're absolutely storming through a section, you can choose to save your seeds if you want, like because you've only got a limited yep. number of them. Um, but you know, but if if you're struggling, like you make sure you plant a seed in every single one. But equally, like if you are sort of if you you sort of acknowledge you're not as good at the the combat, then fine. You spend a little bit more time exploring. Um, and you know, if you're if you're more into finding the secrets and and you know figuring stuff out, you're going to find more seeds, and that's going to give you more chances to use the pots and more chances to replenish your health. So it just sort of balances out quite nicely, I thought. Yeah, although I will say that I've got like 13 seeds on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I've got way too many seeds, I yeah. think, at this point in the game. Yeah. Um, you mentioned but, like the exploration, but is it like at all overwhelming that? Like in the sense of like, where do I go? All that kind of thing. Or is I've, it, I've, it seen, no, I've never been lost. It always I've, seems yeah. to guide you in the right direction, doesn't it? I I've don't seen know how people, it's doing that. I've seen people saying that they've they've managed to get lost, but that's in like the sort of the dungeon bits rather than the open, you know, the more sort of open world oh, sections. Really? Yeah. Um so the the I forget the proper name for it, the witch's house. <laughs> um and I, so it was like I found it okay, but something, wasn't it? Yeah, because oh, like, mm. the it does some interesting things. So like when you mm. come to so there's always you have to go through this huge door. Like in the two areas that I've done, there's a huge door and there's four spirits somewhere hidden within that level. And you need to go and do stuff, and then you find the spirit, and the spirit flies back to the door. And once you get all four of them at the door, the door opens up, and it pushes you all towards the boss fight, right? Mm. It doesn't mean that you're going to get dropped in front of the boss to fight it, but it pushes you to the area that you need to go in. Maybe, I, I think you get a power-up or something that lets you open up areas that you weren't able to before, and eventually that leads to where you need to go. Um, but it does this really interesting thing where it shows the four orbs and um uh on the top of the door and it will show two to the left two to the right so if you've only got one left and it's on the right hand side of the door you sort mm. of naturally go okay well it might it it must be to the east then mm. because th- that's where the light's missing so you go to the east and it's always there like yeah. that seems to be how it works and pushes you to the right places so th- at no no at no point have i sat there and got completely lost within the world um, I think early on when you didn't understand the system of the doors um, opening up in the in the um, sort of in whatever you call it purgatory or whatever, yeah. Um, you, I didn't really understand the system of that, and I wasn't mentally noting the the areas' names. Mm. Um, so like, there's no map, so that makes things a little bit more difficult in that regard. But once you pick up the cues that you're supposed to pick up on, then yeah, you can find your find your way around the game completely. Um, you know, because all those doors in Purgatory are 
specifically placed to represent where they are in the in the sort of overworld. If that's you know, right, it's all sort of analogous, isn't it? It's really yeah, really nicely done. Yeah, I yeah. think the really, the other really thing. Well the other thing it does to sort of prevent you getting lost, and this is also something that sort of mitigates the, the difficulty a bit as well, um, is that particularly in the dungeons, um, it's you're sort of you're essentially going off on like different branches, but then you're always being brought back to like the main area where you started, which yeah. is smart because it means you sort of like right, you know, you'll do one sort of branch and then you can be like right you know seal that off i got the the thing i needed from doing that branch i'm not going to go back there but also it means you're you're always like opening shortcuts back to the starting bit so if you do die um there's usually a quick way to get back to where you were and they've especially they seem to have gone out of their way to make sure that applies to the harder bits like every time i've i have died in like a particularly difficult fight it's been a very easy and quick route back to have you have you got all the souls in that forest area yet in the all the souls, the as in end. oh, as in all the the orbs that the are that are died around. Uh, the, yeah, they, no, the literally the souls, the 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 people that die that fly back. Oh, to sorry, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Orb. you have to, don't you, to get through it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know that one area where it's sort of like a figure of eight. There's two bridges that go over a lake, and there's respawning enemies. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that bit really done me. Like, I struggled <laughs> with that. I, I think it took me about seven or eight attempts. Mm. But as you say, it was amazing. The way the world works mm. and the shortcuts you open, you literally die, come out the door, run through, you don't have to fight anyone, and you're yeah. there within like a, you know, 10, 15 seconds, you're back to where you were. Mm. Um, so they thought about that a lot, and it works really well. Mm. Uh, you know, all the usual praise that we put on a lot of indie games is still here. Visually stunning. Um mm. The character designs are absolutely flawless. They everything looks great. Mm. Um, the music is just beyond. So good. Like it's yeah. it's so good. And uh, you know, it, it's frustrating that we praise so many games on its soundtrack. I think obviously work on soundtrack has has gone through the roof in the past, say five years. Mm. Um, soundtracks are getting better in in sort of all games at all levels. Um, but here, it's just so. I've had that main theme tune like buzzing around in my head in such a nice <laughs> I think way. That's you know? it, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's got um, you know. Obviously, generally, it's, you know, games and, and films like the work of a, a soundtrack is it can't depending on the sort of thing it's trying to score. But it's, you know, especially if it's in an interactive bit of a game, the music can't be too like it can't stick out too much in a lot of cases, right? It's and usually it's there as you know bedding of of, of some sort. And this really neatly treads a line between having like hooks and like bits you will whistle or, or remember, but also just kind of sitting there and providing a, you know a backdrop and a, and the tone. Yeah, tone, um, for different tone areas. perfect it's, as well. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, really beautifully done. Um, and the writing is great. There's some yeah. great jokes in there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and some funny surprises here and there. Mm. Uh, I was really surprised with some of the. Um, yeah, some of the gags it was coming out with. Oh God, there was one. Oh, I won't, I won't spoil it, but I'll have to talk to you about it. Like, <laughs> You've definitely seen there's, it. Really yeah, there's made so, me laugh. Yeah, there's loads of them that are like not even necessarily laugh out loud funny, but they're just very fucking clever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Um, I think the like the boss design as well. Um, it's just really well done. There's because you know this is a by uh, Acid Nerve who did Titan Souls. Um, oh right, which um i didn't finish but i really enjoyed what i played of it at the time um and i remember they was it egx ages ago they gave a talk 
where they were saying like the whole point is yeah yeah the fights are like so if you didn't play titan souls that was a a game where you were just like a guy with a bow and arrow and i think you only had one arrow as well um but it was just a series of boss fights um and really tough ones um but the all the bosses were designed in such a way that like the devs were saying that basically if you're not trying to attack if you're just trying to evade and observe and learn it's actually quite easy to stay alive it's once you go on the offensive that you start taking risks and you start getting hurt um and i think that you know is is the same here um so and you know all the bosses like although you know some of them are quite tough as long as you're patient and you just like they've all got patterns that you can learn and you know ultimately you know when you do do a boss you'll be like oh, i was fine <laughs> that was all right um i also i don't know if you did this dave but there was something i discovered by accident on the the witch there's a thing you can do that is it's quite hard to pull off but if you can do it it makes the fight a lot easier go on um i'll, I'll save it because it's sort of spoil it Oh right, okay, um, yeah, sure, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it later, but but yeah. um, yeah, I mean that that one thing that we mentioned, I should point out, and this will help you guys as well. A lot of projectiles can be just like if you time it right, you can fire it back at the person that yes. threw it, and it, it they're very powerful. Oh, cool, yeah. okay. It took me a long time. I got all the way to the boss <laughs> before I realised you could do that, and I was so frustrated when I found out that I did because the amount of times that I was running away from those green projectiles, Sean, mm-hmm. I was just running away from them and waiting for him to burn out, and I just thought. <laughs> That could have saved me so much time if I knew that. And what's <laughs> what was even worse is that after I did the boss, I went back and checked out some other areas and I found a sign that said, most projectiles could be hit back with your sword. <laughs> and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, I, also like that, I also like that little, that's a nice little touch where you can read a sign, but you can also s- slice the sign in half. And mm. when you slice it in half and go to read it, the, the text box at the bottom is sliced in half as yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so there's yeah, a whole I mean, it's... bit. Sorry, I, I'm, again, I won't go into details because I don't want to spoil it. There's a whole bit where there's basically there's like all machinery going off, right, and and doing stuff, and you have yeah. to sort of time a lot of your actions. Um, and it's, oh, it's so fucking good. The <laughs> basically like so the music that's playing at the same time. It's not um, like it's not diegetic, but it's it's like in time with like all this machinery that's like um you know firing away in in the world and it's just such a good feeling because of because it's all in sync with the music you can you start predicting things you know like more accurately than you would if it was just a visual thing um or if it was just sound effects it's it's really hard to explain but it just feels great when you just like there's this section where there's all these like you know like pistons and stuff all moving around and you're kind of dodging stuff getting out the way of stuff or using them as platforms or whatever and you kind of you just develop this sort of, I don't know, like, so like you're just fucking in sync with it and it just feels great. And like, and there are bits of that whole section that get really hard, but in such clever ways that you, like, rather than just being like, oh, fucking hell, like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is too hard. I can't do it. You're just like, oh my God, this is great. Like, <laughs> it's like yeah. every sort of slight twist on, you know, every every bit where it gets slightly harder it's it's almost just like funny you're just laughing at like the stuff it's throwing at you and it's it's fucking it's so good i love it james you got a player man yeah you love it 100 well i'm definitely Matt, going got to play yeah. as well it's <laughs> yeah i can't wait I, I was i hoping to play this week and you know, you know time ran away from me but it looks it looks good i love the art style as mm. well it looks absolutely lovely 
and the stuff you're saying it's got like a level of uh a strategy and like uh, that kind of stuff which i, I didn't anticipate from just seeing mm. trailers of it so that's really exciting i think to hear. i think if it was just puzzles or just the combat it could get a little bit tiresome mm-hmm. but the fact that it uses both in really interesting ways and has the pacing right between this is a puzzle room this is a combat room mm. you know it, it never feels like you're tiring of either of those uh, sides of the game yeah um, and, it, and it doesn't commit that you know sin of like like oh here's like a timed puzzle while there's a fight going on or yeah, whatever yeah, like yeah. there's yet, none of that yet, or yet we're still yeah. early on <laughs> um but like but we say that but then apparently it's only like 10 hours long yeah yeah yeah, Which is uh, another bonus. Well, exactly. Because you know, these days it's like good. You don't want these games to But what I don't get is that I'm f- probably four and a half to five hours in, mm-hmm. and the collectibles I've got, there's uh, barely any. So I think I need to maybe go back and look for new weapons and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think you, I haven't found shit. Yeah, I think you probably could do it in 10 hours, but I think you could stretch it quite a lot if you yes. wanted to. Yeah, I've um, got a feeling that I might be going for 100% in this game because uh, yeah. I've loved every every minute of it so far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. I can't mm. wait to see the next area because I've loved the two areas we've done so far. Mm. So I can't wait to see what's next. Um, but yeah, if you've not heard of it, Devil, uh, Devils, <laughs> Death's Door, <laughs> Death's Door uh, on PC and Xbox. I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, I've man. been itching to get everyone to play it so we can all talk about it a lot more. Um, uh, but yeah, I guess we'll have to... I'll try and get it finished this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got it right. I've got to get it finished. I, the, yeah, I'll get it finished this week. Um, but that's that's all I've played. Sean, you've you, played that. Sorry, sorry, Sean, James. Have you played any more Trickery at all? Or have I haven't. You, no, because I, I played a little bit more of it, like just a fraction more of it. And then this came out so i thought well i'll play this and then Mm -hmm. uh, yeah i couldn't go back to chicory yet but i will go back to it same um yeah for sure like so where was i in chicory i had done the first but yeah i'm on like chapter two Mm -hmm. um but yeah i've enjoyed what i've played of it so far it's just this does a lot of what that does even better if that makes sense do you think? I don't know if you mm. if it's fair to compare the two. No, I, I guess it's not the same. Yeah, yeah absolutely right. It's not really comparable. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that looking at these the isometric puzzle stuff, mm. I kind of think all I'm doing in chicory is just pressing paint on the right thing and then removing it. Like yeah. that's that's how no, I'm getting through those puzzles. You get more than that later, mm-hmm. but yeah, Good. It's, it does. Well, it all I'll bit, definitely yeah. check it out for sure. But right now, it's all about Death's Door. I can't wait to play more of it. Uh, Cool. All right. That's probably it for now. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that uh, some more in the future. Yeah. Sean, you've got Pokemon Unite. Pokemon down. What Unite. Is this? I've not even, I've not even Ooh, heard of this. This it, is the um, the MOBA that they've yeah, the MOBA, that yeah. they've put out on Switch for free. Well, free to play. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So this is the one they announced it a while back, and it's by um, the people who did. Fuck, what's it called? One of the mobile ones, anyway. Uh, it's a it's a ten cent company, um, Arena of Valor. I think that's the one. Um, I think it, that was, came out on Switch as well. But anyway, yeah. So this got announced. Everyone's like, right, it's going to be it's going to be a reskin of Arena of Valor. Um, so I I don't get on with mobas generally, right? 
Um, I just I'm shite at them. I don't really get them. I certainly don't enjoy like you know most of them are obviously very PC focused. Um, don't really enjoy playing them with a mouse and keyboard, which is essential in order to be good enough. Um, and yeah, just not not found them to be an enjoyable experience. This, however, it's pretty good. I'm having a nice time with it. It's not you know. I'm not going to I'm not saying like oh this is the best this is the the one this is the best MOBA that's ever been it's probably I'm guessing that you know in in the grand scheme of things it's probably relatively simple um compared to you know League of Legends or or whatever um but it's yeah do you know what it, it's been a nice way in finally to a, a genre that I've really struggled with for a long time um it's it's basically it's exactly what you'd expect you have you know you have a roster of of Pokemon um, and they've got all different roles. Like I'm obviously I'm not going to like explain how MOBAs work, um, but yeah, you know you've got attackers, you've got long range, you've got short range, you've got defenders, you've got support characters. You know, um, there's like obviously the the standard sort of Pokemon rules of like you know sort of different damage types and and stuff being effective or whatever. Like that's completely gone. That's out the window. Um, but yeah, it's just really nice. Like it's so I mainly play as Elder Goss which is a Pokemon I'd not heard of. I assume it's from the more recent ones. Um, but it's a support character mainly. So, you, you know, you can still, like, you, you can attack, but it, its abilities are mainly focused on, like, healing or shielding um, your mates um, or slowing down enemies um, or what have you. And it's just cool. It's just been really good fun, like, just doing matches where, you know, I'm, like, I'll just stick, like, I'll just find, like, an attacking player who seems to be pretty decent um, and I'll stick with them and sort of help them along and back them up. And, and it's just a really good feeling just smashing through, like, you know, enemy goals, scoring loads of points and winning. Like, I'm actually, like, I actually seem to be quite good at this. Um, like, I'm probably, like, you know, because all the characters, sorry, all the different Pokemon are sort of arranged in terms of, like, how difficult they are to play, right? So I've mainly played, like, novice and sort of intermediate pokemon there are advanced ones which are you know theoretically better but also, but more difficult to get the best out of them um uh, which i probably won't bother with because i'm probably never going to be that good like i've, I've not got into the, you know it's like a big thing with mobas of like understanding like what a good or bad matchup is between different characters right i'm, I'm nowhere near like that sort of level yet um but yeah just like generally like the the pacing of each match is really cool there's like um, you know events like sort of random wild pokemon show up um like you know like there's loads of like rubbish ones just sort of lying around and they're the, you know the sort of npcs that you like pick off um just to get some points like and some experience together um like early on in the match but then later on like more powerful ones start spawning or like it you know towards the end of a match like a zapdos will appear in the middle of the map and then whoever takes that out um, gets a shitload of points that then if you can then make it to the enemy goal zones you can smash the points and you like and it's just really exciting because you can have a match where you're just really struggling throughout the whole thing but if you can fucking get the zapdos and then sprint to the enemy base like you can totally turn it around and it's really cool um yeah and it's and it's free and i've not felt like i've had to spend any money it's one of those where i've, I've ended up spending enough time on it that i've gone yeah do you know what like fiver for the battle pass why not um isaac loves watching me play it and he's been a bit poorly the last couple of days so it's been like really cool like, he just keeps asking me to put it on and i'm just like yeah go on then it's, it's fine that's the sweet zone isn't it it is oh. <laughs> sorry just bang my mic 
Have you been playing this with Kami? Or I haven't played it with Kami sure. yet. No, we keep saying we, we should. Um, we're thinking it'd be fun to try and stream it together at some point. Um, but now I've just been playing solo so far. I mean, season's coming to mobile as well. Is it? it? I wasn't sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm playing it on Switch and it's been great. It's been really nice. I'm assuming it, 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 it's okay with various different levels between friends and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, there's no. Um, so, I don't really know how the matchmaking works now that you mention it. Um, it's, it's certainly not like obvious that it's, it's putting you with like similarly skilled people. You do like obviously there's rank matches and then there's friendlies and then there's like quick matches. Um, and obviously the ranked ones like you know win or lose it sort of makes you rank go up or down. Um, the quick matches are really interesting because I assumed it was like oh well it's the same as a normal match but quicker or like shorter. Um, but they're actually like completely different maps. Um, and there's just like a completely different pace to the whole thing. Like you level up much quicker, you start getting your different attacks like really quickly. Um, so they're really interesting as well. Yeah, it's been great. And it's just shitloads to do in it and shitloads of stuff to unlock. It's got, it does have that thing of like a free to play mobile game where like it feels like every time you finish a match or you, you know, every time you load up the game, it's like there's about five different icons with like a little red marker going, oh, there's new shit. There's new shit. Come and click on <laughs> yeah. everything. Oh, no. um, like it nightmare. does suffer from that but yeah having a nice time with it for now i'll probably get sick of it at some point and bin it but yeah you know what? it's fine yeah i've seen a bunch of people tweeting about it saying actually this is, this yeah, is all right yeah, really nice <laughs> one weird thing on a technical note so i was playing it handheld initially uh if you go into the options you can choose like low medium or high frame rate um and it, it says like high frame rate is not recommended when you're playing in handheld mode, but I turned it on and it seems to be fine. I don't know if it just like absolutely cooks the battery or something. Right, um, it probably does. Yeah, that's probably it, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, that's yeah. If you... It's weird that it doesn't spell that out. Yeah, like it doesn't tell you why. Yeah, it doesn't explain it. Um, but then obviously if you dock it, yeah, just fuck it, put it in sixty frames. But then you know, but it's weird <laughs> if you because dock it's it, fuck it. That dock can't it, be an it. episode title. <laughs> If you dock it, um, fuck it. To be. But it just seems odd because, you know, it's usually the other way around. It's normally like you get a bit, like usually better performance playing in handheld because it's lower resolution or whatever. But yeah, yeah, fine. Nice game. Like it. Free. Cool. Cool. Uh, James, what have you got for us? Um, I've had a couple of things. Um, one of them I played with you, which I'll talk about in a second, which was the Operation Tango. Um, which... A little bit of a preview there, James. Nice. Doing a little bit of a preview. Coming up, later, coming up later on TCGS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, the main thing I've been playing is Last Stop, um, which is on Game Pass. Um, it's out oh, on... I didn't know you were playing this. Awesome. Yeah, yeah it's, I, it's on, I tell you on... why Matt's saying that. It's the same reason why I text you about it today, even though you'd already told me everything about it. <laughs> um, but clearly I wasn't paying much attention. And there's been a lot of buzz about this on social media th- th- uh, today, isn't there? Is it? Yeah, there's... yeah, I think those people talk about its last stop for the last couple of days. Uh, yeah. All, all yeah. I saw is a seven out of ten review on PC Gamer. But go on. Yeah, no. Yeah. So <laughs> it was. It, what was funny is that the seven out of ten review on PC Gamer mm-hmm. was part of this buzz, mm-hmm. but a lot of it was about actually just uh, by the looks of that review, it was kind of saying, "Look, this is a very specific type of game for yeah. a very specific audience." Mm-hmm. It wasn't saying that this is an average game. Don't worry mm. about it. It was a little bit more. Yeah, plenty um, of good things to say about limited. it. It was just yeah, yeah. yeah. and a lot. So a, a the lot, only uh, what draw my attention say, to it is that there seems to be a lot of focus on because it's set in London, right? It is, yes. Mm. Yeah. And there's a lot of like mundane sides of London represented mm. in this, and that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, sorry, sorry, James. So, tell us about it. Yeah, you see, this is why I'm surprised because the only thing I've seen is I saw an IGN review where they gave it six out of ten and just weren't 
impressed by it or whatever. But then I'm, I mean, I'm halfway through it and I'm really enjoying it. I think it's great. I mean, it's from the same studio as Virginia um, called Variable State. And it's also, it's another narrative adventure, but this one is significantly more coherent, at least so far. <laughs> yeah, that was my um, first question today to you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, it is it coherent? Because <laughs> I did not like Virginia at no, all. Yeah. Same. No, this, really this is not, this is not all like Twin Peaksy or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. much more sort of standard sort of narrative. And it's, I mean, it takes place in London and it's got six chapters and then there's like a conclusion. And then, but then within each chapter, there's three sections where you play as different characters. So you're basically exploring like sort of three um, separate stories, um, mm. you know, through um through these six chapters but then i've heard that what happens is that that does all sort of come together by the end um which i'm looking forward to seeing how they do that because occasionally when you're sort of in uh different sort of different parts of the story you see like other characters that you've previously played as as well like there's a guy like one of them you sit him like sitting at a bus stop and you're like i wonder, wonder what what he's doing there that's um what where he's off to because uh, i was playing as him just a minute ago um but there's there's stuff like that but then what happens is, you see, one of the characters is a single father. Um, the other appears to be working for some sort of like security services, and then the other one is a secondary school like um, student, like a girl. And as I said, the, they don't appear to be connected, but then they do seem to be um, coming together later. And it feels a lot like Life is Strange to me, but with a lot less interaction and lower production values. But I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, it's not, like, there's not, like, music going off every five seconds of, like, you know, trying to make you feel stuff and all that kind of thing. It's much more sort of basic in that, but the presentation is very good. And, I mean, I, I've lived in London briefly before, and it, it looks... I think you'd like it, Dave, like, because I think the way that they've done it is, is very good. Like, it's, it's a very stylized look, but it's recognisably the city, I feel. And uh, which I which I kind of liked, um, you know, about it. And then, but the thing is, is that all you I mean, all you have to do, like the interactivity is very low, and all you do is you really go from one location to another by walking, and then you just have to choose dialogue options. But there's also some of those sort of like heavy rain like sort of interactions where you have to like you know press the button at the right time or you know do like a quarter tur- uh, quarter circle turn on like the D pad to make you lift up a cup of coffee to drink it or whatever. But there's not many of those, and it doesn't happen very often. How did you do on those, James? Well, they work as well. This is did the you thing. Lift up the coffee. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, mean, I should point out they do work in heavy rain as well. They they don't. Uh, they're, they're yeah, they awful. They, and no one else had the problem that you had opening that door. Yeah, I know, but they, this was all. They, they, shut up. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but the thing is, in this, they're not. It's not too cumbersome. It's not too irritating. I don't really feel it adds a lot, but occasionally you have to put like some sugar in some tea or something, and it's like, okay, you know, I'm fine with doing that. Um, but the the main thing, like with the dialogue options, is that it doesn't. And this is the thing that the IGM review brought up is that it doesn't seem to matter really what answers you give um, because it doesn't seem to dramatically change the outcome at all. Like this is not a game where at the end of like a chapter, it tells you, you know, like what decisions you've made, you know, compared with other people or anything like that. There's zero feedback really on, on what you're doing. And I mean, they seemed really bothered by this because they felt like, I think it was this sort of idea that, you know, whatever you're doing should be like shaping the story or whatever, but it doesn't, as I said, it doesn't seem to do that. The conversations just flow, and you can feel that the answers are just not being affected at all by this. But this didn't really bother me that much, because I just feel like you are answering these, and it doesn't seem to be having the impact, but I felt that it was sort of building the, my character for myself, and how I'm impact, like how I want the character to sort of represent what I want to be, if you see what I mean. 
rather than it like um yeah so the impact is on how you view the character exactly by, yeah. by the discussions they're having rather than the impact it's having on the world yeah and that's and that was the thing and it, the thing is it's like obviously changing decisions and things like that that is probably very good for replay, replayability but in terms of like just sort of crafting the narrative it also obviously makes things more complicated mm. because then you get unsatisfying endings and that kind of thing this is definitely going somewhere and i'm very curious as to where it's going to go because it hasn't gone sort of all like supernatural or anything like that but there are elements to it where i'm just wondering you know how does this work you know what what is what is up with this I'm skirting around it because I don't really want to say anything about the story in detail mm. because it's um it will ruin it I think yeah, yeah. Uh, from playing it. Um, but so far I'm really enjoying the stories because they're they're short and every time that I shift to a new character to play, you know, after I've I've finished one of them, it feels like a, you know like in Star Wars films in the good Star Wars films some <laughs> of them where at the end they have like three things going on at once usually. I liked yeah. how you narrowed that down then. Yeah. <laughs> you know in the Star Wars films, the good Star Wars films, some of them. <laughs> God, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So you're talking you know, they... specifically about the Battle of Hoth where all... Not the Battle of Hoth. What, the, the one, that you, you know, where, yeah, something's going up on the ship and there's also a space battle and there's also yeah. something else going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got, like, these three, like, stories going on at you know, kind of the same time, and then it sort of flicks between them. But then you kind of get used to playing, you know, used to uh, engaging with one of these stories, and then you kind of forget about the other ones. But then when you go back to it, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember this. This was good, and I'm enjoying re-engaging with this story again. And it's been like that throughout the whole of this, which has been really nice. Like, I right. felt very absorbed in each one, uh, which is good. Does, and, it, does it do yeah. the quick cut stuff that, that Virginia did? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because that was the one impressive thing that that game did, wasn't it? Is yeah, that, yeah. You know, there'll be a moment where you have to walk to an office or whatever, and it goes from you going into the corridor to then cutting to you walking into the office like while you're playing it. But somehow um, in a way it, that yeah, wasn't it, like, oh, fuck, what's jarring. it doing? Like, it was, no, yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of does that, because every time that you go from place to place... It feels very natural, like your mm-hmm. like the movement from place to place, and it's like you're you know you'd be walking towards a building, and then yeah, then it does actually yeah it does it does those quick cuts um, where it then quicks you no no because I was trying to I was trying to remember how it works in Virginia, but yeah it's it's very similar it's it's a very similar system and it works generally it works very well although occasionally um in walking from place to place it gets it's it's not confusing as where to go because they usually signpost it really well but occasionally control isn't great like do you remember see. Okay, in Resident Evil games, one of the things that was really annoying in the not Changing not in the more screens. recent ones, but in the old ones, yeah, is you know when it used to flick from screen to screen, yeah, and yeah. then the controls change, mm. you know, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. then you kind of it kind of does that a bit in places, yeah, okay. yeah, and also other characters get stuck on scenery and stuff from time to time as well, which kind of <laughs> breaks the it breaks the illusion a bit, yeah. you know, it's which is a bit of a shame, but it's not disastrous at all, like when it does that. And as I said, I've just got really absorbed in this. I mean, I'm I'm only about halfway through, but I'm very intrigued as to where the story's going. And I don't really understand why people have not liked it. But then maybe it's because this feels like it is a game that is for me. Because I love narrative games like this. You know, stuff yeah, you where do I'm get not... People, you do get people that I, I always see the argument. It's not, well, I'm not playing the game. This is, yeah. Where's the gameplay here? And I yeah. kind of get that for people that put that so highly but i I, i've always kind of liked the narrative stuff i mean there was a big discussion around walking simulators when they started coming out and they were like sort of the in thing Mm. um where it was like do we consider this a game because you're not actually doing anything you're walking around and Mm -hmm. reading or looking at a cutscene or something 
um, mm-hmm. you're not actually interacting with the world that much. And um, I've always seen that as why why define it? Like why is there yeah. got to yeah. be? Yeah, but also. I think any time you have agency over this, it's it, this is a game. You know, this is something you're engaging with, and the fact that you're, even though you're not, you know, the dialogue choices you're choosing are not having a, like a huge, enormous impact on the story. They still are impacting the story for you as a player, mm. yeah, and the way that you're perceiving the yeah, character. Well, they, they, it might um, not be interact- It might not be changing the story, but it's certainly changing your view of that character, isn't it? Yeah, or shaping exactly. that view of that character. So, yeah, there is some sort of. Uh, view there, but no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I've downloaded it. It's on Game Pass. It is on yep. Game Pass. Mm. That it was is. amazing because yeah. I was when I saw the reviews, I was like, I think I've got to play this. And then I saw it was twenty pound on Steam, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, but it's only Windows, and I can't play that. If only I had a <laughs> yeah. Steam Deck now. Well, it's on Switch as well because initially I was thinking, oh, I'll oh, really? play this on Switch. You know, that'll be great. But then. And then I was just like, okay, it's on Game Pass. I've got that already. So yeah. I'm just going to download it. And yeah, it's this, crazy. Again, this is the horrible thing, isn't it? Well, not a horrible thing. This is the good thing about this. Is It's just like, this is one of those games that I feel really suits Game Pass in the sense that it's like, uh, do you understand what I mean? It yeah, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No, it you know, does make like, sense. It yeah, does make sense. It's, it's one of those games where you're kind of like, I want to play it, but it's a risk at 20 quid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm, that yeah, uh, yeah. It might just be a waste for me. Oh, oh, I've got yeah. it already in my library. Brilliant. <laughs> you know, that's it's perfect for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm yeah, really I mean, looking forward to playing this. And it's also, I mean, I'm liking like how sort of regional this feels as well, this game. Like, it, it doesn't... F- I mean, there are a couple of characters who are a bit sort of cringeworthy sort of thing, but in general, I think it's pretty reasonably acted, and, uh, yeah, the dialogue's pretty good. It's It's good. I'm enjoying it a lot. Cool. Uh, it just looks excellent. Uh, I, when I saw the pictures and who were commenting on the kind of mundane situations, it definitely looked like a, a Life is Strange style game. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the fact on Game Pass as well, I'm definitely well, I'm downloading this for sure. Yeah, Wicked. it's just just don't expect high production values because it's not like mm. it's not it's really not as like sort of like when you when you go into different environments, there's no. Like you know, like in Life is Strange, when you're going somewhere, you're like the first thing you're doing is going around and trying to look at everything yeah. and thinking, is this something significant or whatever? It's not like that at all. It's literally just walking from place to place mostly mm-hmm. um, with some dialogue choices. But I, I think it works very well for this um, because each episode. I'm happy with that. Yeah, like some of the winning Life is Strange games is that okay, new location. I'll just crawl around the outside of the location, pressing X until things yeah. happen. I, I like the fact it's probably just. It's not about the location, it's about this, the story. Yeah, and it, it really is. But it's, There it's is good. a place for that, definitely, for sure. Mm. Okay, cool. Uh, then also I played Operation Sorry, Tango. that was we last played that. stop. We should do that because that was quite long. That was last stop, uh, <laughs> yeah, by yeah. the way. Right, okay, cool. And it's good. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Operation Tango, which we played the other day. And yeah, we did. I mean, I this, is, this is funny, isn't it? It's brilliant. I think uh, it is very good, isn't it? I mean, it's funny because I hated it kind of in the beginning really because it gets so stressful but it gets so good doesn't it when it all comes together and yeah, i genuinely I mean, felt the, the we were starting to say as a stream that last level we did which was literally all this cooperative hacking stuff that we were both doing i thought it fell apart as a stream during that bit because we had to mm-hmm. constantly concentrate on everything everything yeah. was timing events you know so it was constant mm-hmm. you know you press this now i press this and so we didn't really have the laughs that we had on the first yeah. three levels um the one on the train absolutely unbelievably funny oh yeah. my god i can't <laughs> believe what a 
balls up we made of that whole level. Um, <laughs> I mean, you say we, I said, as I, that clip you, you sent me. Yeah, I mean, as I said last week, <laughs> I said I felt sorry for James because people can just see my screen. And um, so any mistakes that he make, makes is really obvious like to people yeah. watching my screen. But I was making mistakes. I, I, when I watched back and watched that well, first video, there were moments where I was going, go up. Like you did to me, because <laughs> yeah. I was looking at the map and and uh, well, you that, were in the 3D. That bit to, at the end, what we were playing, like when I was watching that back, I was like, "You are making very similar mistakes to me." Like yeah, when you were, yeah, it's yeah, because, but, but, but the train and it's because one, of what you see. The train yeah, that was you totally can't my fault. Defend. Totally my fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was terrible. So to explain, if you hadn't seen it, so we had to find a specific person in on this train, and we had to hack their phone, and it, they had a. Um, a password on their phone and we had to work out what the password was. I walked onto this carriage. There must have been about 30 or 35 characters. And I said, this doesn't seem right. I can't just go up to random characters and try and hack into their phone because there's this whole mini game where James had to tell me how many numbers I got right. And if they were in the right position and all that sort of stuff. Um, so we're, I'm going around. I said, James, but this can't be right. And he's going, well, you know, it's all the information I've got here, mate. It's all the information I've got here. And then later on, so I'm looking around. We hacked about three people's phones, which took a lo- long time. It was like 10 minutes. And then you went, I have got a passenger lift. <laughs> I have got a passenger list. And I said, right. And is this person that we're looking for on it? What was it? Jay Brenning. And I heard you go, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I doubt it. Brenning. 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 Oh, there's a Jason Brenning. I was like, Oh, brilliant. Well, what can you tell me? Oh, they've got these apps on the phone. Well, fine then. Said, Does it say what, ca- what carriage they're in? And you went, nope. And I went, okay. So I went around looking for one and I found one with like the free apps that it said that they had on their phone, but then also an extra app. So I spent a while trying to hack their phone or whatever. And then out of nowhere, you went, Dave, I do know what carriage they're in. <laughs> and I was like, what the, the one that got me. So James sort of performatively, like, not knowing things. <laughs> it was like, yeah, so, you, like, wasn't, yeah, you knew you were after someone called, like, yeah, Jay whatever, Brenning, whatever it was. And then you were like, so are they on the list? And James sort of goes like, well, there's a Jamie Brenning. As if to suggest, like, oh, well, if, if that's the one you think you want. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely him, James. <laughs> um. But yeah, then the level after that, it got way, way more serious, didn't it? But I think, mm. uh, you know, genuinely, if you've got a friend that, that that you think would be a laugh to play a co-op game like this with, then you will have so much fun mm. just arguing and shouting at each other and trying to work it all out. And uh, there's enough ambiguity there to the puzzles, isn't there, where you've got to sort of find the answer yourselves. And, uh, and that's quite fun, especially when you can't see the other player's screen. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it does a really good job of doing this, this stuff. Um, I'm interested to see. I'm assuming there's only one more mission left because I know it's a really short game. Um, mm-hmm. And no, I think I was told by somebody on the Discord that there's two more left. I think okay, there's two missions All right. left. So yeah. hopefully we'll get that finished this week. Um, yeah, I think so. But I've certainly enjoyed my time with it. It's been really good fun. Yeah, that's great. Cool. Um, I just quickly, I I completely forgot to put it on the list. Um, so I did play the first chapter of We Were Here. You know, I said last week there was this, there was this other one that I was aware was like free on PS Plus for a bit, and 
Um, this is a similar sort of thing where, yeah, there's there's two of you and all you can do is communicate via radio. Um, yeah. I mean, the budget is a fraction of <laughs> Operation Tango's. It's clearly been done um, by like a you know, really small team with not much money, but basically really enjoyable. Um, and it was like the whole lot was on sale. I think it's, is it still on sale? I'm not sure. It was on sale on PlayStation and Xbox. So we bought, so there's, there's three chapters and you basically got the lot for a tenner. Um so yeah, if you if you're up for something similar when you're done with Operation Tango and you don't mind it looking a bit rubbish, um, well worth a look. I think we might be Sean. Yes, yeah, currently one ninety nine. It's currently one ninety nine on a PlayStation Store, so that's not bad. And then yeah, you got the the bundle which is eight ninety nine. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah, that's how you well should get it. that. Cool. Okay, uh, the only other game I played, if I can call it a game, I mean that's that's that question again. <laughs> but I, this is even more of questionable as to where it is. Uh, was is an FMV game that's called Dark Knights with Poe and Monroe. Right, you streamed this, didn't you? I did. I streamed it on Friday. Do I, and... do I owe you an apology, James? I don't think so. I mean, I <laughs> think... Wait, did you suggest I... it, Sean? Yeah, yeah. He did, yeah. Just came across the... Did. did we get Did we get an email about it? Or I can't remember. Or I think I just saw I it on the eShop. Right. Um, there was a trailer for it. Yeah. And watched the trailer and I was like, this does look like it's up my street. <laughs> like, it could be something which could be interesting to stream. Yeah. Because it's it's basically like an FMV adventure game. Apparently, it's a spin-off from another uh, game which I forget the name of, mm-hmm. which is apparently supposed to be not bad. Like it's supposed to be quite good. Because the studio that makes this, they seem to specialise in FMV stuff. Like they've mm-hmm. you know they found a, a niche and they're they're doing those again. Um, but I mean, with this, there's it's got really like incredibly even more minimal choice making that doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. Like what do you mean? A narrative. Well, okay, you. It doesn't give you any sort of context as to why you would choose certain things, right? So if... I'm trying to think of a good example. You're standing next to a door. One character... Like, they're both... There's two characters standing next to a door. And then suddenly, it will just pop up with, choose one of these characters. And I'm like, but what why? for? <laughs> like, what am I, what's going to happen if I choose one of them? Yeah. Like, what difference is it going to make? Like, you know, oh, usually if you're right. choosing... The one I saw, it was like... It showed you a typewriter or something... And one of the other characters, and the selection thing was on their forehead. It was like, <laughs> oh, what? So what do I do? What's the point? Like, because the thing is, it's like if you think about like dialogue choices, they usually give you a couple, like a line or something that gives yeah. you an indication as to why you're choosing this. So it's never clear why you're choosing, uh, you know, like this. Although, I mean, a couple of times it is where it's like sort of like, okay, are you going to untie this person or this person? But in general, it's just there's no clue. Like right at the beginning. It's like you're because basically what it is is the two characters are hosting this sort of uh, radio show, um, which I don't think has any listeners or anything at all. I, it feels like the whole thing's made up, <laughs> like too close to the too yeah, close exactly. to the bank. <laughs> sure, it wasn't a podcast about video games. <laughs> it's, it it seems to be quite similar actually, um, but then it's like you get a choice, like because there's this like sinister phone call that comes in, and then it's like you're supposed to figure out if you're going to cut the person off play a stupid sound or have a conversation but it's not clear like when you which one to click and i just randomly clicked it and they just cut the person off and i was like okay well that's that's fine um but narratively it's a complete mess because even though there are six stories like through the whole thing and it's not clear really whether the stories are linked in any way i'm gonna spoil it in the first the first episode i ended up like murdering somebody like it wasn't me. One of the characters murdered somebody, but then by the end of it, that person <laughs> seemed to be not murdered any longer, 
and then they were talking about them in another episode as well and it was just really strange and also it's all things like you know oh this person's had been hit over the head with a fire extinguisher they're not breathing they must be dead didn't call the police nothing at all <laughs> they just it was very it's just it's so odd like the entire thing is so odd because it there's, it doesn't make any logical sense, like what's going on at all, and the characters are also like thoroughly unlikable as well. Like you're not like you're playing with them, you're just thinking you this, this person's a twat. Like, I don't <laughs> care like what they're doing at all. It's just it's insane, and I'm just not sure what it is trying to tr- trying to say or achieve. Like well, I don't know. You got to get to the end, mate. It might all come together. It might do. I mean, I'm going to play because this is the thing. It's it's just so bad, and I was I. Was, I'm going to play it again this this week because the chat seemed to be, I think, enjoying it because I was streaming it. And because I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to continue with this. And they were like, no, no, you should finish it. At least finish it. So, I mean, I can finish it, I think, in the next, because it's not very long at all. But it's just, I don't know, it, it's got very strong, I don't know, oh, I don't know. It's just, it's just bad. It's <laughs> I just, think I don't you know. like it. I think deep down you like it. You know what you're like? There's no, part I don't of think I do because it, it doesn't make any sense. Like so yeah. much of it doesn't make any sense. I hope that by the time, like by the time <laughs> he finishes it, it, finishes it, he's just going to be like, "No, right, I just I didn't understand at the time. It's actually it's really fucking complex, and I've done a I've done a chart where I've." <laughs> if that's the case, shot. that'd be amazing. If that is the case, if it's like actually these three stories that I've played all like so far that made absolutely no narrative sense whatsoever, if it's all building up to something, that'll be incredible, and it'll be game of the year. Like if they manage to do that. Oh my god! It's, really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's quite the game of the plane. year contender. Definitely, that's, yeah, but that's yeah. quite a high praise. Mm. Also, can yeah. I just point out, James, when you're talking about a character killing another character in a video game, you don't have to specify that it's not actually you doing it. <laughs> we can we we can assume that no, you're no, not I, in I the game. I wasn't controlling the character. No, what I meant was right, I wasn't okay. controlling that character <laughs> when it happened. It yes, this like person got went... murdered. I didn't actually commit murder. Just yeah, the... it wasn't it wasn't James Farley <laughs> doing it. I promise, <laughs> I it, it, wasn't, it wasn't me. It was in a video game. <laughs> you know, just... all of this, none of this is real. It's all I mean, if you're interested in this, go and watch uh, James's stream. It's on our YouTube channel. Um, it's very bizarre. The acting is yeah. quite interesting. <laughs> it's something, isn't it? It's, it really uh, it's is. really something. It's something. There is something going on in that game. I just really hope that you come on next week and you, as Sean says, you're like... <sighs> Oh my god! <laughs> so this, this, is, this has blown my mind. Yeah, it's absolutely blown my, my mind. <laughs> and the only thing going to play is uh, there's another game called The Shapeshifting Detective, which I believe has the same characters. Oh in yeah, yeah, that's, that's, same characters. that's the one. About, yeah. That's the one. It's a spin-off from. Right. And, but apparently that's supposed to be good. But then, uh, you know, if it's, <laughs> if it's like this, then I'm not sure. Maybe you're just missing yeah, context from that game. That's why this one doesn't make any it sense. It could be that. <laughs> it could be that. Yeah. It's um. Yeah, just the characters, man. They're just oh, it's just oh, no mud. Yeah. Nice. All right. Okay. That's what we've been playing this week. So, Sean, it's time to get to our listeners' questions. Blimming questions time, innit? Um, if you want to send us a question or just, I don't know, have a go at us or whatever, go to tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. <laughs> Sean, don't invite that. I mean, well, he doesn't it, need yeah. to invite it. It happens anyway. Yeah. It doesn't make any exactly, difference, does it? Don't ask for more. Yeah, it's oh, okay. Like, oh, if you, okay. If you want to eat dinner tonight. Then go ahead and eat your dinner tonight. It's the, it's the same effect. We're getting it regardless. If you want to send us questions or have a go at us or say something nice to us or just something completely eat neutral, a balanced viewpoint. How about that for once? Yeah, yeah? good. 
Go on. Uh, go to the website. Maria Mendieta says, Dear TCGS, go, 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 go. I shared listen to Rosie's opinion about the Operation Tango stream being hilarious to watch, but I also hope it was rewarding to play. While it may be uncommon to fully complete a game with all of life's demands, what is the best reward you've known a game to give players for this kind of time investment? Going over 100% in the formidable Crash 4 apparently awards you two bonus endings in a game not known for its narrative and calluses on your thumbs. <laughs> Keep up the exemplary work. For me, it's what you get after you beat Ornstein and Smo in Dark Souls. Like, that was such a huge thing for me. I yeah. don't think you guys reacted the same way as I did. Yeah, no, no. It was, yeah, it was huge. Yeah, I know Sean and Matt didn't seem that... Uh, Sean and Matt. Matt and James didn't seem that bothered because I watched mm. like Matt get that and realised what it was. And he was oh, I can say what it is now, can't I? Yeah. The game's been out for a while. So Dark Souls is a game where you have to walk everywhere and it <laughs> takes ages and there's loads of really hard enemies on the way and it's really frustrating to get from one place. There are times where you can get cursed down in the depths and that means you have to go right the way back up to the Undead Berg, all yep. the way back up there just to heal yourself and then go all the way back down to the depths. And when you're down in the depths, that journey feels awful. Yeah. I mean, and you might just get cursed again. And you might- <laughs> it's the, yeah. It's the equivalent of walking up to your flat or whatever, sitting, sitting down, turning the telly on, taking your shoes off, taking your coat off, all that, just sitting down, chilling out, and then remembering that you've left your phone in the car <laughs> and thinking, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's an awful feeling. You mm. beat on thin snow, you get something that lets you fast travel between bonfires, and it is life-changing. Yeah. It's such a rewarding experience to and get it's that. And uh, it's not even every bonfire, it's just a few key no. ones, isn't it? But even so. yeah. 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 And and only if the soul keepers are uh, are still alive, oh, yeah, as yeah. you later find out, um, yeah. because that's a bit of a shot when that goes away. But uh, yeah, no, that that was probably the first. Well, it's the standout time for me where I just went, "Oh my god, this reward is totally changing everything. This is yeah, brilliant." Yeah, yeah. That was definitely a big relief. I'll say that much. By that point, I was still in uh, a pit of despair. Yeah, that's what killed it for you. It was when we were doing Dark Souls and, um, sorry, Dark Calls, and uh, James sort of rung up and just went, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got the I've got the reward. Uh, that's cool. Um, anyway, uh, where do I go next? And I'm like, do you not realise how cool this is that you can do this now? Yeah, that was class. And it's one of the, fir- like, the few times in that game that you meet a genuinely like benevolent figure, right? Yes. Even though she's an illusion, but spoilers. Yeah. Um, um, I, Sean? I think just in terms of um, feeling rewarded or, I don't know, um, feeling like an ending was like a celebration of having finished the thing, I think um, Okami is, is probably up there because that's got a very long ending sequence and it does like this really nice thing of like, is it, uh, maybe it's not quite the ending sequence, but it's like the whole build-up towards the ending. It does this really nice thing of like revisiting all the characters that you've met on this like 60, 70-hour journey. And and it's like and some of them you've not seen in the game for like, you know, 50-plus hours, which could be, you know, weeks um, in, in real life. Um, and it's like, oh, man, yeah, I remember them. And it just gives you this really nice impression of like this this massive fucking journey you've been on. Um 
Yeah, in, yeah. In terms of feeling rewarded, I think Okami's definitely one of them. Back in the day, so you- the ending to Star Fox or Star Wing. I can't remember why. I just remember it feeling like just grand as fuck, and like just like the amazing sort of fanfare, like the soundtrack and stuff, and like bits of extra dialogue, which is obviously back in the day. It's like, yeah, oh my that's god, not like it... a physical reward, though, is it? I don't think that's no, what Maria get... means, is it? I think it's just. Yeah, I was just, just feeling that, that reward of the achievement yeah. of yeah, yeah, doing yeah. something because yeah. that's always killed I... me a little bit. When sorry, James, when you get something like I think it was in Spider Man, it was like the best suit was when you unlock everything hundred percent, mm. and it's like, well, what's the fucking point? Then? Yeah, I'm never going to use. I don't that. get. To, what <laughs> yeah, am I going to do point, yeah, when I've got that suit stuff. on? Just like yeah. walk about for like twenty <laughs> minutes and go. Oh, there's nothing to do now. I'll turn it off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I've never been into the end game plus stuff. There's not been a game where I've been like, oh, right, I'm going to do in game plus now. Mm. So all that sort of stuff is lost on me. Mm. But um, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I suppose I've bent the rules a little bit by mentioning the Steam and Smoke stuff. But by word, my word, does that sound feel like a time investment when you get to that point? So <laughs> I'm going to take it, James. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say similar to Sean. I mean, oh, I'm going to this. I'm going to say this name wrong again. I know I am, and you're just going to rip into me. Let me try and say it right. Similar to Akami, Ocarina of Time. Is no. that right? No. Oh, <laughs> no. How do I say it? Say it again. Ocarina. Ocarina of Ocarina. Time. Ocarina of Time. It's Ocarina unbelievable time. that you get this wrong every time. Like, <laughs> no, I because can't... what happens is I have to try and avoid saying Ocarina of Time because that's wrong. And then, so then <laughs> I say Ocarina of Time and that's wrong. Just say the right thing. Say it thing. again. I don't... Say <laughs> it again. It's an instrument. It's not a made-up word. I know. I know. Just okay, Dave. Just say it again, and I'll try. Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. Okay, okay yeah. So wow. the ending of that Ocarina of Time. For a long time. <laughs> no, no, no. But that game also has a very similar ending to Akami, I think, where it does the same sort of thing, where you like see all the characters and that mm. sort of stuff, and it's like see everyone like sort of chilling together and like celebrating. What you've achieved, and it's it's brilliant. It's it's such a nice ending to that, and I enjoy that a lot. Ooh. Yeah, oh, the ending of it, yeah, is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I, I also I love the ending of um, Mario Odyssey, uh, yeah. with the whole climbing up that, oh. climbing up the the tower uh, and the yeah, yeah. Cappy going, hey, that's we've brilliant. been through a lot together, and it's like, oh my god, we have as well. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> also, like... <laughs> also Mario three yeah, D World as well. Like the like when you properly 100% complete that game and it's got like the um, you go through these pipes at the end and it just like spells out like thank you and stuff mm. like that and it's just that was really great I enjoyed yeah, that because Odyssey was the first time I saw them do that but they've done that a yeah, number of times haven't nice. they mm-hmm. so that really yeah. got me in Odyssey yeah where it was like the de- yeah, dead sound I, I, I absolutely love that well <laughs> okay well, Did, no. didn't earn it but yeah <laughs> well, <laughs> exactly what because I did a cool backflip and you couldn't. Uh, it glitched the I game. I don't know how it's... Uh, they patched... Well, it didn't glitch the game. Well, if... It's not glitching the game to use a jump, is it? If that's, it if that's the, the case, why did a... they patch it out? <laughs> no, no, it's a different one. You're thinking about a different one. Okay. You're thinking about one where someone, like, hopped from one end of the map to the other. Okay. I didn't use that one. No. I'm use, I use a backflip on the lift. Okay. That's not the one they patched out. All right. You're getting very confused, David. No, I don't know if I am. Should <laughs> we, we move on? Are you thinking of like I? I think is it like you can be a frog or you can frog hop from one end of the level to the other? Did, I didn't do that. Didn't you? Didn't you miss that whole bit? Yeah, I like, thought you'd skipped a you, bit because you did. You skipped a, a yeah. bit. Well, I I basically uh, did a backflip on the left, which meant I I kind of 
went past a bit while the blocks push her into lava. Okay. Unbelievable. Right. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's not, not quite the same. The next question comes from Matt, brackets, not Murray. He says, does David have long arms or is it just an unusual perspective in every photo I've ever seen of him? This has been crossing my mind for several years now. Sorry and thank you. I see, I've had weird things like this. A lot of people talk about my feet looking massive yeah. in photos. Long arms. Um, when I'm assuming they talk about the photo, the work photos that I put out on Twitter recently. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, the person that took them said, "Well, this is weird. Your hands look like way too big for some <laughs> reason. So we might not use this one. Um, so maybe I don't know. Do what do you guys think? I've never noticed. You- I've, I've not never noticed, noticed it, but now I'm not going to be able to not notice yeah, yeah. it. We're going to be like, every time we're hanging around you, every time you like move your arms, going to be like, wait, careful, mate, fucking. You have a great hug. I'm a really good hugger. I'm a twat. Yeah, I'm a great hugger. I'll give out good hugs. Um, okay. <laughs> is that a weird thing to say? <laughs> I don't know. It is now. I think if you can't. Don't be saying it's that. just yeah, this borderline, think... like, you know, one of those people who has like a sign saying free hugs or whatever. It's like, nah, don't. Don't be weird. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> those um those tan Air Force Ones were probably a mistake. I think they really stick out and make my feet look <laughs> massive. Um, but yeah, so it's probably I won't go down that route. Yeah, I think they're a mistake in general. But yeah, definitely. What are you kidding there. me? They, I, I think they're class, but they're just they just make not, my feet not look a massive. Fan. Hang on, what's, you're what's not like, a fan of <laughs> what size what, feet you got? Dave? How could you not be a fan of that? They look like you know normal boots or whatever, but they're Nike. Air Force Ones, man. What? Okay. All right. I'm not getting offended by uh, fashion advice from Matt Murray. I'm going to get over that pretty quickly. <laughs> what, hey, what size feet you got, Dave? Ten. Oh, okay, that's, that's, not, that's not massive. It's average, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's average. pretty standard. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's the same it's as average. me. It's oh, basically fuck. you're fucked if there's a sale on because it's the size that always goes. Yeah, because you will not get the... the, yeah, yeah. the what, what size are you then? You're ten. I'm like nine and a half, ten, yeah. Okay. All right. James? 12? Uh, nine. No, nine. Nine? All right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Matt. Uh, seven. Nice. Okay. All right. He did okay. do all right in the sales. That's, that's fine. That is okay, that is. <laughs> no, need to, yeah, no need to examine that any further. You know what they say? MD Kraboffs. You know what they say? And it's fine. It's weird it. to get an email. It's like, is, what, is David just weird or what? <laughs> <laughs> is David weird looking? Yeah. The answer is yes. The answer well, is, even if he's not. I have been given the impression by a photograph. So I think that's that, that's the obvious next step. You can measure, measure my arms. arms. Yeah, yeah, do we yeah, just yeah, post all that. our particulars on the internet? <laughs> arm measurements, <Yeah>. arm length. <laughs> uh, yeah. Should we get? Can we get digitally scanned? Oh my god! Yeah, make it a Patreon <laughs> reward. Look, you can three D print one of us. <laughs> oh, that'd be great for the store, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, we do a lot of that. Oh, I don't have your MD Kraboff says, have you ever been to a reunion? Oh, have I? Well, yes, yeah, I have. Yeah, technically have I have. Yeah. Yeah, to a work reunion. But like, um, oh, okay. I used to work at home base head office, mm-hmm. and uh, they did one. Uh, they Well, actually, I was supposed wow, to be going... a work reunion. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah, it was that a very specific time, because I was there when we relocated from... When the company relocated from London to uh, Milton Keynes, and that's when I moved up to Milton Keynes. And, but I lasted like two, year, two years, and there was a massive fallout around that time where mm. loads of people got made redundant, loads of people left, and all sorts. Mm. So it felt it didn't feel like just a random point in time in this this thing. It felt like a bit of a pivotal moment. 
Um, like, you know, my wife meets up, but she still sees this group of people she used to work with because it was at a time where they all got made redundant or they all lost mm. their jobs or whatever and shops closed down and that. So they've all sort of kept their friendship together based around where they worked. So this one, yeah, it was from that time period where there was a big group of people, it was a big social scene there. And um, yeah, occasionally we, we, we meet up and we were actually supposed to meet up just before, I think it was March 2020, we were all supposed to meet up. And then it was like, okay, well, that's not happening anymore. So I'm sure that'll happen at some point. But that's a little bit different. I don't think I could go to a school reunion. No, never, fuck that noise. I, you know, Jesus Christ. I wasn't that popular at school. I would absolutely so. love to do that. Would you? Um, really? I don't, if there has been one, I haven't been invited. And if there hasn't been one, then there needs... Oh, yeah, that would be just absolutely amazing to go back and... You had and a different time there, at you know school I mean? than I did. Yeah, and Jesus Christ, I'd hate man. to go back and see it. I, I, I have zero interest at all <laughs> about doing yeah, exactly. that. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a good time at school then, Matt? Uh, I did until year 11 when I got uh, bullied. Uh, but part of, yeah, I've always loved school. It's, and, and, you know, I've still got some of my closest friends in the world, you know, sort of from school. Uh, but it'd just be fascinating to go back and just see who goes back, who, you know, who didn't go to prison. <laughs> you know, it's just, it'd just be a fascinating. And also I'll say to Roy Barrett, Roy, mate, you borrowed my Mortal Kombat strategy guide. Are you going to give it back Fucker. or what? You're taking a piss yeah. now. It's been 20 years. Have you looked him up years. on Facebook? Um, uh, no, he's probably dead. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I would just be all in prison. I just be, I just would love to see who's still around. It'll who's be still around? Surely, yeah, you, well, how many of them are you expecting to have died? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's going yeah. on in your school <laughs> to reduce the well, life expectancy that much? <laughs> I think if you live in Bognor Regis, there's a there's definitely a hit. There's, there's a there's a ceiling to that. Uh, yeah, I would I would love to. It'd be absolutely fascinating. See, I, okay. yeah, I, I can't think of anyone no, outside been. of people I was friends with at the time that I would like to see at a reunion. My school's full of arseholes. <laughs> so, and, you know, not like I wasn't bullied or anything, just didn't, yeah. There's Don't a know. few mates that I'd like to see again, but it wouldn't yeah. be at, like, a proper reunion. Yeah. Um, like, we, we a bunch of my friends from the Brit school met up um, mm-hmm. not too long, it was a couple of years ago. And that was absolutely fantastic seeing all mm-hmm. them again. But we wouldn't go to a Brit school reunion. Yeah. That would never happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so hang on. We, so, just, we were very unpopular in that school. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt, if you did go to a reunion, what would you wear? What, would I, what do you mean? I wouldn't wear the uniform. I haven't got no, that. I know you wouldn't wear the uniform. May I suggest some tanned um, <laughs> Air Force Ones? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I, yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a good question, actually, Sean. I mean, I'd wear what I wear normally, but what are you? Were you implying? What would I wear to come some of the stuff I couldn't afford? Yeah, at the time? like a really sort like, of make the point. Yeah. Like, yeah, do you know what? I am going to get a leather trench coat. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna... I can afford these uh, Patrick Ewing basketball <laughs> shoes. Actually, so up yours. <laughs> Yeah, that would be, that'd be the, the temptation oh. to go I mean, in costume, I, just, you... just basically play a character. Oh, gosh, yeah, hire a limo yeah, to, yeah, yeah. you know, take you there and then you get yeah. out. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, I got into, got into oh, Bitcoin, pay, didn't I? Pay people to like, scream outside, yeah. like, oh, yeah. whatever, these guys again. <laughs> what would you do if, like, yeah. someone, uh, in, your, like, someone in your class just went, oh, Matt, I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you. You've mentioned a bunch of other people. From our school, but you, you, you've you never mentioned me. You never mentioned me. To have mentioned me. 
like, I mean, you'll Michael walk Coffin in there, man, and they'll be like, look, it's Mr. Michael. T-shirts. He's a rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, the, the other David Turner will be there. Oh, my God. So, um, there you go. I'll be, I'll be seeing what you he's take like. take him out. Yeah. Like any I keep getting tweets about stolen cereal, Matt. What's this all about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ben Hur. Oh. I wonder if Robert Alton will be there. Right, okay. Anyway, You're not name so dropping people, on. no one knows. <laughs> hey, let's go. Alex79 UK. Inspired by your Krypton Factor talks over, which 80s TV game show do you each think you'd actually stand a chance of winning and why? Cheers, all. Thanks for letting us live fun it. Funhouse. Oh, do you know, Matt, I was going to say exactly the fun same thing. Is a good Definitely well, Funhouse. No, but I've seen I you was do, desperate no, go karting and your shit. <laughs> You're terrible at go karting. So I, I might be worse. I'm terrible. No, at you've never seen me go kart. No, I'm talking about Matt. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? I'm good at go karting. No, let's not bring in the fucking Butlins races. No, let's let's. I want to hear about the Butlins races. What happened? Well, we said it before. We we raced once, and Matt was going. Oh, I had a dodgy kart. I had a dodgy car because I beat him. <laughs> so we raced late. Yeah, I think I did. Was that it? Time. Was it the next year? We did it again. It was like yeah. an annual thing. Yeah. <laughs> and and then he was like, "Okay, this one, I'm going to go on this car now because I've been watching it." I was like, "Okay, all right, go." go. I, I don't think I made a point. You can't decide which car you go on. <laughs> yes, you can. They gave us the option well, the second your, time. Way, you definitely well, chose your car. The I was going to say, time. I mean, what criteria would you base that choice on, Matt? I got bad, bad feeling uh, about bad color. vibes off this one. <laughs> Can I have a different one? <laughs> this one looks fast. And then I beat him again. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he was like, I, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened there. But what I'm saying is, yeah, Funhouse. I don't know I, what every time, I, every time I watch Funhouse, I was like, man, those go-karts. Like, some of my friends are like, bloody hell, those twins. I was like, no, they're go-karts. They're go-karts. <laughs> Why are you supposed to be doing the go-kart at the stag do that you're supposed to be going on? Wasn't there an element of that? Uh, it was no, that, that was like a VR simulator oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. project cars, and you suddenly uh, had dead. to self-isolate. Interesting. <laughs> when the pool... no, 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 that, that, that event didn't happen at all. Um, oh right, because, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that that's still up in next year. So I've got even longer to practice on project cars. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, definitely fun house. Definitely go karting and just all them things. I'm just like, you know, oh, I would love to be on that. Um, I think, uh, I think it's a knockout. I think I'd be alright. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I'd be alright at that sort of stuff. Just like running and avoiding being hit. I think I could do that. <laughs> Don't look I think, too hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think blockbusters. I was going to say blockbusters. I, mean, I, re- no, I read a book I'd a week. Be shit at that. I'd be awful at that. <laughs> Me and James would be alright. Yeah, I'm we sure. Read a book uh, a week. Intellectuals, aren't <laughs> we, James? That's what we Um Two gold well, runs. I'm trying and, to think, uh, will we yeah. be any good at Nightmare? I wish we could do Nightmare. Oh, my God. I wish God. there was a company that... Why isn't there a company? Well, yeah, why is that not a thing? But there absolutely must be one in London. There must be. God, we've got... If there is, there must, we've there got to be. do that, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't think they'd let us Who film be? the whole thing. Who'd be in a helmet? That's the oh, question. James. Yeah, it's got to be Farley, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be James Farley, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Most exciting place to I mean, be. there's like, there's Golden, there's, there's, um, there's Crystal Maze. Like, so you think Nightmare would be there as well. It just feels like it's made for it. See, I, Crystal, Crystal Maze, Maze, right? Crystal Maze, because it's one of those where when you, you, know, you watch it as a viewer and sort of nine out of ten of the challenges, you're like, oh, come on. Come on, this is how you do it, you idiot. Why aren't you doing it properly? But you know that if you were actually to do it, it would be that tenth one that you're just like, oh, no, actually, I have no, no idea. 
fucking yeah. no clue. I, I, the the um, I, there's a classic one you've got to see. You, you search for it on YouTube. I'm sure um, uh, it will be put on that playlist of videos that we built. There's a brilliant video of the like the production team mm. watching someone oh. try and do one of those challenges, yeah, yeah, yeah. and what it is. It's a maze that you had to crawl through, but it's full of mirrors. So it's like, you know, the fun house sort of things where you're walking through a maze and it's full of mirrors, but they're crawling through it. And it's so funny. Like they're reaching out and trying to grab the gem that's in the mirror, not realizing that it's actually just right next to them. But they keep trying to crawl this mirror to get to the crystal. Yeah, sorry. Of course it is. The gem it's maze. Not gem maze. <laughs> well, no, but I know what it is. This podcast episode, Gem Maze, yeah. So uh, reaching out for this crystal, or whatever, and you can just hear that. Like, there's shots of the production team going, "What the? What is he doing?" <laughs> and they're just like laughing at him. Uh, so yeah, look look for that video because it's well worth a watch. It's a well worth well, charity. Right? Is, yeah, that, is that it for questions? I was just going to say that there's no way we'd ever be allowed to do it. But fucking hell, if we could just do an escape room with the four of us with like GoPros on our heads, get the footage and just edit, <laughs> oh, to, edit on, it together. Be, after, this can't be a way of doing it. And they let they let um Chris Bratt do it. Did so they? surely they could let us. Yeah, Chris Bratt's got this whole thing about um. Because I uh, thought there's like a, with they... escape rooms, there's a big sort of like, please don't like post this online yeah, or anything because it, it, it ruins they? it. Yeah, no, that's it. So I think they there was a note on there. They, they explained a bunch of the puzzles on there. So okay, yeah, they did do that. But watch that. That's a good video, by the way. Just need but, to be um, as big as Chris Bratton. Yeah, I think we're there, aren't we? We're there, guys. Come on. Just if yeah, we believe we are. A few more years. Fine. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to end on that bum yeah. note, are we? That's all the cool. questions. No, we're not. No, oh, of course we're not. We got the socials, Matt. Oh, Let's go. Exactly. Let's bring it back up, you know what I mean? Uh, Thursday night, James and Dave were playing Operation Tango, possibly finishing Operation Tango. That is Thursday night from 9pm. But the night after, James was on again for some dark nights with Poe Munro. They're both on twitch.tv slash TCGSCO. And if you have Amazon Prime, oh my God, you've got, you've got Twitch Prime Gaming. You get one free sub a month for that. You can give it to us. It's unbelievable. The value. <laughs> um, and we really appreciate it, actually. Um, and if you miss them live, you can search for TCGS on YouTube. One Patreon, patreon.com slash TCGS, uh, where the bonus show is out for this month and the talk server's done on the weekend. That's there as well for, uh, for, for patrons. And TCGS.co is a website with links to our Discord and other stuff. And one other thing to mention, it's taken me many, many months, some would say years, but um, finally, uh, Dark Calls is... Uh, coming back and the rerun starts uh, this Friday with episodes one and two uh, uh, available for this Friday and every Friday from there on out until April 2022 there's a new episode of Dark Calls it it was online obviously a few years ago and uh, we took it off because it was part of like an old feed anyway they're coming back now every Friday from this Friday onwards if you don't know what Uh, Dark Dark Calls Calls is it's a podcast that James and I did um, between Joypod and TCGS where James had never played Dark Souls and I played it once through the year before and James had to try and get through Dark Souls by calling me and asking what to do. But, of course, I couldn't remember half of it, so I was struggling to remember myself and guide him through uh, the series. 
And uh, so if you're into Dark Souls and you've not heard that podcast, you absolutely should listen to that podcast on the rerun because it's... Um... Yeah, so uh, that won't be on this feed. It's on, a, it's on a different... It's on the actual Dark Calls feed. So search for Dark Calls on all your favorite podcast apps and it'll be there. Uh, it'll also be on YouTube. Uh, every Friday, like I said, the first two episodes will be dropping us once this friday and then every friday on after that and yeah it's it was filmed was it 25th filmed it was recorded 2015 so there's lots of talk about the announcement of the switch um and and that kind of stuff uh which i think is it's fascinating to listen back on i think so, yeah, in the so first episode we talked about dead or alive for a while james if i remember <laughs> I think correctly. We did, yeah i don't <laughs> remember i need weird. to listen back to them yeah. yeah, so search of Dark Calls on all your podcast uh, services and apps, and then the first episodes will be out this Friday. Cool. We will catch you next week. We hope you have a great week. Um, we love you all, and thanks for living it. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.